Y'all, welcome back. Uh, really excited for this episode. Can we do do a little different? Can we do uh, can we change it up this week? Um, to start, we're doing video games, and I admit I'm getting uh, I'm getting much older. And now that I have kids and stuff, I don't really have time for video games. So I, I got to make that clear to say that up front. I, I used to be serious about video games. I really cared about video games, but it's been probably five years or more since I've really, really bought in. So uh, I don't really know anything about Fortnite, except what I've seen my nephew play. Uh, I recently did. I bought one of those retro Segas from Walmart. It's got like 80 games preloaded, like, you know, Street Fighter and, you know, Bomberman and all, you know, all the games, you know, all those fun games. Me and my son played. It's a fun time. But uh, but I'll admit, I've, I've, I've pretty much stopped all video games uh, since college because, well, in college, I found some other things that I like to do a lot more. Um, not girls. I'm not cool, but that's not the point. Uh, point is, my good friend and uh, esteemed colleague here at But What Do I Know uh, found college to be a, a perfect time for him to start taking gaming to the next level. So uh, so without further ado, uh, here is professional Twitch streamer Vance LeBourgeois Esquire. Thank you, sir. I did take my game to the next level in college. Um, I was very good at Halo, which is why you had me on. <laughs> I think that's why. Yep. Uh, and also, just so everyone's clear, uh, for these things, Joe does a shit ton of work. Like, <laughs> he has like 15 pages, single spaced, wide margins, like eight font pages on pages on pages of research that he sent me beforehand and i did about three minutes of skimming these notes so i have ready to go <laughs> uh yeah i mean you're too kind it's you know it's you know you're too kind so. well i'm not i'm not kind you've just done like a shit ton of of research but i i don't know if uh if if i'm gonna be able to uh not interrupt you by saying by saying something that i'm extremely 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 excited about which is the 1971 space war space war that was the one that i was like dude that's that one's really interesting yeah so okay so then let me let's let's kick into it let's uh i mean that's uh you know that that brings us to the the hot topic at hand uh video games where are they today? I think everybody knows they're huge. So let's look at the history. Let's begin at the beginning. So where do we start? Right here, a goofy clown face. Fans, I don't know if you've seen Mr. Science Theater 3000, the movie. I think you have, maybe at my house. So uh, anyways, that's a reference to that. I don't know why I keep using it, but I'm going to. Yes, so. I know that reference. <laughs> Good times. Uh, all right, so 1958. A true, real physicist, a guy that actually studies physics, dude named William Higginbotham. Uh, he created what, but you know, he, 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 uh, of course, old, old Willie Higgs, as as he was known in the streets. Yeah, he, uh, he made basically the first video game, at least as far as you know, everybody kind of widely considered. It to be okay, cool. I remember this. Yeah, I got this now. Okay, so it, wait, that boy was wait, 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 go ahead. This is at nineteen. This is in nineteen fifty-eight. Fifty-eight, dude. I, I didn't th- think. I thought it all started in the seventies. In nineteen fifty-eight, old Willie Higgs. Uh, he was in Cornell and then MIT. Like, dude, all these guys. Like, in last week's episode or month's episode was on the internet. And again, it's all MIT dudes. It's all these like wicked smart 
you know, college educated computer guy. So anyways, like at Cornell. Guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, like at, at Cornell and MIT. Is it that now? Uh, I feel like it's not. I have no idea. Yeah, dude, I, like, I haven't looked into wait. it, but I feel like it's just dudes now. Dude, dude, MIT people now, are they like, oh shit, like video games is, wait, do they do that? I, that's a great question i don't like as far as who's kicking out video games now the the general feel i got is it's just dudes that got into it like it's not like it's 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 not harvard and it's not like you know a couple of these dudes are like from usc or cornell you know what i mean like and nowadays it's not it's just dudes that jumped into just video games early on i feel like that's everything nowadays you have to be so specialized to be good at anything where back then this hagenbotham guy he was doing radar systems displays. Like he was making shit for like, you know, like the, like the air force and whatnot. Like he was helping make uh, radars. And then he was like, well, I guess, I guess I could take this kind of stuff, all this technology. And I guess I could make a game. He was just genuinely just bored. So in like 1958, he teamed up with this technician dude, Robert Dvorak. And literally in three weeks, they made this game. Like, so that's, that's where oh. we were. Like we went from nothing to like, I guess we could take it around in three wait. weeks. They made a game. Wait, I thought like that 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 shit like didn't in the what's the movie about the touring guy? That took a f- long time. To oh make yeah, that. yeah, that that code breaking guy. But this only took them three weeks. Three weeks. First video game. The twenty six days, I think it was specifically. Dude, From I the- did not read. I literally, you sent me this research. I <laughs> did not read any of this. I always, uh, dude, I thought I read your thing and I thought it started in the seventies. Well, we're uh, were we in fifty eight. 58 i can tell you right now my my hundreds if not thousands of adoring fans are super oh that you did not read this <laughs> i am, tell you i am ready to learn gonna need you to apologize to the the but what do i know nation I, I, oh my god well actually you know what i did learn from from reading your uh or excuse me skimming very shortly your uh manifesto of 27 pages of the smallest font that you could possibly get i learned that i've been playing these things for like 30 years and i don't know shit about about anything bro seriously like i figured this would be a a really easy it you know did research period or whatever because like you know the first couple weeks of the month and whenever i can find time i like research and then the next part i write and the research was like i just kept making left turns just more and more left i was like wait who's this guy who's this guy when did this start why were these like it was way more than i expected like way more ditto when i opened the document and i started scrolling <laughs> and you know when you start like scrolling on a document and oh, like you just a little just, bar but the little bar yep. is like really small that's all it know? it's, it's like oh it's, how do i get to the bottom of this <laughs> yep yeah so so that makes sense all right so so, so yeah where'd so, yeah. mit dude 1958 Bigum, uh, Bigum, Higgin, Hig- old higginbotham oh, oh, Bigum, 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 all right Bigum, Bigum, from mit Bigum, Bigum, stick them from Bigum, bottom mit all right right yep got it that's what his buddies called him so yeah yeah, that's, yeah of course that's that's his formal <laughs> for sure yeah, formal that's, name that's that's the, uh, it's that's very the, large, uh, very large not, name tag. yeah yeah that's uh what's the what's in spanish when it's formal and informal oh that, yeah that's yeah mit okay cool yep and then we're yeah, like 58 like, now yeah 58 yeah. basically three weeks they crack together this stuff and I mean, you know, you could call it a video game system. It was basically Pong. They invented Pong. They called it at the time tennis for two because, you know, what that's just everything back then was just basic. That's all you could think of. It was it was tennis and two people played it. Ergo, 
tennis for two. So the graphics were awful. I mean, obviously, it was just a line for a net. The single square. Everybody's played Pong. You know, that single square. that was. What are they playing these on? Yeah. uh, Computer, like actual type, uh, like keyboards, like the up and down arrow on key. Originally, it was just keyboards. That's all they had. Was it against each other? Yes. It was me versus you. It was no computer. The the idea of AI is we're. In 58? In 58, they didn't have a computer. You couldn't play the computer. Bro, you had Google things that are going on in 58. Dog, you had to keep score with paper and pencil. The game itself didn't keep what? score. You played uh, one point and then pressed reset on the on the actual console because it couldn't understand. Once you scored, the game was over and it couldn't. It didn't even understand how to reset itself. You had to manually reset it and write down the goddamn. Imagine today, dude. You play nowadays online. Yeah. Imagine after every round, you and twenty nine strangers from around the world have used pencil and paper to decide who won player unknown. Like that's not gonna like that fucking note. So, anyways, that's how we started. Those are the humble beginnings of what is now a uh, you know video games today so then in 62 uh, another dude from mit it's fucking always it's, it's all these guys are mit dude like everybody MIT, i kept man. Around, they're all these like the, originally it was all these super smart dudes so anyways steve russell and a bunch of other dudes at mit but they uh designed this new game called space war and you, you, that's you, the one you yes you have okay. to say it like that because it, it's that... it's written it's written in all caps with an exclamation point so you you, you have to go space war you it, that's how it's that's just that's yes name, obviously have you ever okay have you ever played this game or seen it or whatever okay so that's the one that i was very that's the like the one of the the parts of your research i actually read and <laughs> Uh, I was really interested in the cost. Wasn't it like it was like only wait? Sorry, was this high or low? That's what I wanted to know. Four hundred thousand dollars of today's money, right? Is oh yeah, yeah. What okay. I remember. So this this is uh at right now this is still in the testing phase or whatever. So it was just these two dudes. Uh, and you know, playing around, and you were you know more or less like a spaceship. You were a triangle, is all you really were. It was a pixelated triangle. It was me versus you, and we can kind of move around the screen and shoot each other with rockets or whatever. And that was the original, and that was pretty cheap actually. But oh. they didn't have the they didn't have the means of mass producing it. What you're thinking of was the next one, uh, 1971. This is almost 10 years later. Okay. 1962 was Space War. And then that was it. That was literally it for almost 10 years. And then in 71, some What's dudes guy started, started covering like it. And they, there- they created a game called Computer Space. And you have to say deadpan because there's, there's, there's no exclamation point. So it's, it's obviously it's of course. Com- com- Computer Space. And it only sold like 1,500 units, but it was intended to be the first coin-operated stand-up arcade game. Like at this point in 1971, there are no quarters operating you know like just classic arcade that that does not exist so these games came out Uh, the the computer space was the the one that didn't really launch off but then there was another one called galaxy game that was the name of the game like how goddamn boring like all of these games back then everything originally even like comics i I didn't have i did an episode on comics and like all the original comics were just boring everything was just galaxy game or computer space which is very straightforward but this was the one where these two dudes and of course they were stanford dudes at least it wasn't mit but same fucking shit oh of course still it's still like it's liberal all elitist these, yeah bro like it's <laughs> making these games oh <laughs> dude it's it, you know if they were so anyways yeah exactly i'm sure so, cornell's gonna make it in here <laughs> some fucking point where's creighton does creighton get in this shit like uh creighton no man they get left out. They get left out they're not <laughs> yeah. cool they're playing they're playing a uh, regular 
regular sports and shit. Yeah, they're, no, they're they're playing. Yeah, I imagine they're playing like tennis or actually like le- legit. Like what's that? What's the indoor Bagman? tennis? I can't believe I'm not getting that. No, badminton definitely. They're playing. Yeah, is it yeah, bag? Is polo? It bag? Is that is, which one's on horses? I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're on. Horses. I've never known. Is it bad? I could just Google this, but is it badminton? I think it's bad. Like like Michael Jackson's bad. Okay, got it. Also, I I I uh, googled space war because that was the only thing that I read. Again, um, and I watched the video. Oh my god! Oh, it's so basic. Uh, the graphics it, are nothing. It is the most boring. And then I, oh, the, I got, I got into like a documentary about it. Um, and then I was like, okay, that's the one thing I'm going to talk about on Joe's podcast. Um, that's <laughs> it, podcast, guys, bro. folks. This is us. Now, have, you, have you seen the picture? Your oh, face yeah, is on the right. picture, this, bro. This folks, is we have just literally run out of my knowledge about all this stuff. No, that was it. That was my prep. In, we set and just, done. we literally just ran through all of my <laughs> prep, and it was just me saying, "Oh yes, yeah, space war." <laughs> <laughs> So, so here for we any go. of you out there that haven't seen this or Googled it, Space War is like um, – imagine like Centipede, the, the, the game Centipede, where you're the bottom – like you're on the bottom of the screen, and there's a bunch of things coming down from the top of the screen, and you're like the little spaceship at the bottom. You're the little triangle. Shoot shit. Yeah, but imagine it's you versus another guy. There's not a ton of shit coming down the screen. It's just you versus another guy, and you're both kind of moving around shooting each other. Incredibly basic. You're literally a pixelated triangle shooting another pixelated triangle. It's nothing. But back then, it's everything. I'm sure it blew their fucking mind. Blew their gut. It had to have. It, it took off. It, Not it crazy. Stanford guys, though. Not Well, no, no. The Stanford guys, dude. Check it out. So the Stanford guys made Galaxy Game. And these were the two dudes. These fucking Stanford bros. They're Good. fucking smart. Bill Get Pitts and Hugh Tuck. Hugh Tuck. He just sounds like he was born rich. Fucking. He sounds fucking. like. You could, you could see him. Also you could see a- he's, he's, his shirt collar is nicely pleated. His his pants are exactly. No, right. he is a nephew of Friar Tuck. Oh, which Robin Hood, right? Yeah, no, that's yeah. how they got the idea for the game. They were that's, shooting bows and arrows, and they were like, "What if we made so this space?" Yes, and they're like, "You know what? I think that's actually a really good idea." <laughs> because, <laughs> because let's trace it back. Because. Yep. I'm the nephew of Fire Tuck. Mm-hmm. Fire Tuck, Robin Hood, Robin Hood, Stanford. Stanford men in tights. Stanford men in Cardinals. tights. Cardinals. <laughs> there it is. Done and done. I, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Like that's, word for word, that was the, that the meeting of the mind. So, uh, so old Bill and Hugh, they actually made this game to where it would charge you a dime to play it. First game of all time that ever oh. you, you walked up. It actually there was a there was a full on stand up arcade. You walked in as a dude. They put it in Stanford. They just put it in the quad or whatever. And so people would walk in and put in a dime and play, or you could put in a quarter and get three games. That third game for half price. What up? So yeah, they literally built this dude. Yeah, uh, pretty expensive. Yeah, it cost them forty five thousand dollars. Yeah, okay. seventy one money. Forty five thousand okay. dollars. Today, according to usinflationcalculator.com, that's oh, 400. Oh. Yep. Hey. Hey, we, gotta, we have to pay for that now. So. Yeah, really. I don't know if I have to like use that. So, dude, yeah. So $45,000, and they spent another $20,000 revamping it. So they literally spent sixty five grand in the early yeah. 70s. That's $400,000 today. That's fucking yeah. insane. But then it's like, but then it's like, is that insane because of what video games cost to produce now and like oh, all dude. the shit that goes into them? Yeah. A PlayStation now is like five hundred bucks. 
Like so, I mean, so and they yeah, were charging yeah. a dime. They were charging a dime to play. I mean, it, it's crazy. Now the problem was, or not even necessarily a problem, but they spent all their time and turned all their profits into making the game better and trying to make more games instead of like marketing it. Which you know you're probably gonna probably Stanford. It's Stanford, bro. Oh, you know, yeah. too, too much about quality. Liberal elites, man. Quality, man. Yeah, they're just they're, about like these guys, these liberals. They don't understand the free market. They don't understand fucking they, capitalism, bro. They don't understand the value of a good hard day's work at Stanford. Yeah, they don't understand the value of a dollar because they're Stanford <laughs> Stanford liberals. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, in 1972, uh, company Magnavox caught on to this. I mean, a lot of people did. A lot of people saw this. I mean, apparently, it made huge news back in the 70s. Like in newspapers all over the country, like these crazy hippies are play, putting dimes in to play video. Well, anyways, Magnavox sold a i guess you could call it this was the one i was talking about yesterday the first like home video game oh uh, yeah uh cost a hundred bucks back then which is like 600 bucks nowadays which is more right. than a playstation that's more yeah. than a playstation yeah for that's thing, not that bad but for an untested product i mean this thing no one knew what a magnavox was. true no one knew this was like at least playstation 5 there's been a ton of these things we get it probably do you know do you do you put like you they could sell the fact like dude trust me your mind is going to fucking explode when you see this shit. Boom. Bang, bang, bang. Can you do sound effects? I, don't, I can't do I can't do sound I, If you can, now's the time. I can't really do much, Joe, right now. But <laughs> <laughs> what I can do is – well, I, you know, one of the things I know I can't do is sound effects. <laughs> You're honest, that, and I appreciate that, sir. <laughs> that is one of the things I know I can't do. <laughs> so yeah um so yeah okay but this was the one that the game itself no matter it sold 10 different game cartridges and the game itself was always you were it was just the, the white square just like pong just like everything you've ever seen from back in the day it was it was no different nothing changed on the screen but included in the box were 10 tv screen size stickers that you put and covered the screen one was a green screen, sort of made it look like soccer, but it was one-on-one soccer. Put it so on it, you literally, dude, like, uh, like I mean, I mean, by no exaggeration, like a like a seven, I don't know, twenty-two inch by twelve inch, whatever TVs were back in the day, wide sticker. Imagine like a giant piece of notebook paper that was sticky, and you put it on the screen, and it was sort of transparent, <laughs> and you could see the white square behind it. One of them was green, and they made a soccer. What happens screen. when you take it off? And, and oh, you fucked up your TV. You made it all <laughs> sticky. Like you know when you pull duct tape off a of shit like that, you put that. You do that to your TV now. Can you imagine like going up to your your plasma screen right now? Oh my god! <laughs> if my kids brought home a fucking Magnavox with stickers for the TV, the kids, you're out of luck. You're not fucking. <laughs> you're not. No, I'm not letting and you put that, that on my TV. TV. Was way more expensive back then oh, than our TV. It was kind of the most expensive thing these people owned in the seventies. Like it was their car and their TV. Both were like however many. Like that was, and hey. you, they expected you to put these stickers on your TV. But this was the one. The, the one was literally just a soccer field, but it was still just pong. You were just playing pong, but with a green okay. sticker. Like all of them were just pong. But the one, the pong ball went in a big circle, and you put another sticker on your TV that was a roulette wheel. And it had you know all the numbers black red black red black red with green and like people sat at home and gambled against their roulette I'm, wheel. I'm, one. That's I'm right. guessing they gambled against their their family or like their friends. They like <laughs> called people over. Like I don't know how that goes. Right. Like who? How am I going to afford another TV? <laughs> Let's come on because this one's ruined because of this game. It's fucking ruined. Yeah. So I'll bet I'll bet my friends. I'll have them bring over like this. Yeah, fucking yeah. Crazy. Hey, 
check what I did with my TV. Well, Look oh. at this sticky masterpiece <laughs> I have. I, I hope it was like really thick. Oh God, it it, it, well, it looks pretty thin. And while we're at it, credit uh, Chris Neo. He does a whole YouTube thing for about it. That's how I learned about any of this shit. But yeah, they looked really thin. So like you could still see the light up square behind it. So like, you know, they had to be relatively thin. But anyways, Excuse fucking me, Joe, where did, where did Chris Neo go to school? Oh shit, he must have been some <laughs> liberal elitist, you know what I'm saying? With well, name like Neo. Go to according to right now in the time frame. If he didn't go to MIT or Stanford, I don't yeah, give a shit I don't about care. what he has Nothing to say. He says has any merit. Because he chose the green pill or the blue pill or whatever <laughs> whatever Neo He didn't he didn't true. go to college, bro. He learned everything he needed to with the Matrix. From Morpheus directly into his consciousness. He's fine. He's a sheep, dude. He's following the red, or the the blue pill. Oh, man i do not trust that guy no not one bit chris neo sorry <laughs> unless he's from stanford or, or well, yeah no if you're a stanford cardinal then you, know, you definitely know everything you're talking watch about. chris neo is like what a, like one of the 14 subscribers <laughs> he has to he has like literally three million views on every one of his videos like he has fans on fans like sorry chris love you bro i don't know who you are <laughs> if you well, didn't go to stanford go fuck yourself so there I it mean, is in my research of this I found a video with 2.4 million views. Yeah, every that one was of the videos went fucking Sonic crazy. the Hed- yeah. Yeah, well, they all went bananas. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog was rapping against um, some other Sonic the Hedgehog. Hmm. Um, and that Sonic. had 2.4. So, Chris Neo, I don't respect you. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope so, you would say. So the guy on the podcast that has, like, I think genuinely 11 fans. <laughs> Uh, since the guy on the podcast, when we opened up, I forgot what I was going to say, <laughs> that I was going to say something about that one game, uh, Ace War, and I really was very interested in the prices on that one. <laughs> I that dime really is where we're at. Well, okay, so Space War turned yeah, into uh, Space Race in okay. 1973. Atari came out in 1972. Atari sold Pong uh, as the same, you know, at home station, just like Magnavox. They were trying. Was to, there an Atari? There wasn't like an Atari system though. N- it, well, it was like the little like circle, you know, controller. Like it was like you you turned the dial. Like it was it was the original, you know, the, the shit everybody pictures when you think of Atari. Like it was that. And okay. then the next year they made Space Race. And this was, you know, they also had like a tennis game and, you know, it was 73. It was just like, this is when it was all starting. Everybody was starting to get, you know, whatever. And then in 1974, it was the first like stand-up arcade style game that had an actual steering wheel. It was called Grand Track 10. It was a racing game that, again, the graphics were shit. I mean, it was, you were just a pixelated square and you're driving around a little you know, <laughs> pixelated map. Like it was all ugly, but you held an actual circle. And dude, oh, I, shit. Bro, I swear to you, we played this game at 1626. Do you remember that pizza place 1626? Oh, do I remember that place? Uh, Lauren got rear-ended. Right? Oh, <laughs> shit. Your wife got a hit at the gas station one next week. Yes, you did. Yeah, I totally remember that place. Holy shit, I forgot about that. Well, yeah. <laughs> about that oh uh, well, yeah that was the first like stand-up racing game everybody's playing dimes or whatever uh also rest in peace 1626 it's no longer it doesn't exist oh i know it's a sad day a uh, bunch much more shit came out fairfield channel f in 1976 was like 150 bucks coleco telstar was like 50 bucks yeah. uh 1977 color tv game six came out which was actually uh-huh. the first nintendo but you know it wasn't necessarily nintendo. so all of this is building up to 1976 1976 is when shit got crazy oh, okay general right. instruments uh made a bunch of fast and relatively cheap 
computer chips. GE. GI, General Instruments. Oh, I if they became GE. I don't whatever. But anyways, they made a bunch of shit that was like wicked fast and faster than anything. So everybody was like, I can take this and make my own Pong. And so everybody attempted to clone their own Atari Pong. But here's the problem. Only General Instruments was making these cheap, fast computer chips. And they got the, the, the demand, the amount of orders they got for computer chips, they couldn't supply. So dozens of companies ordered hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of these computer chips. But because they were so backlogged, they didn't get them for up to two years. Holy so shit. Imagine, and bro, this is 1976. Imagine you're a company and I'm a company and we each buy a hundred computer chips. I get mine week three. You get yours year two. What school You're did you go to? Fucked. You are what, what, fucked. What, well, what school did you go to? Well, I mean, I went to Stanford. Bro. Okay, well, uh, that's I'm a, I'm a you cardinal. Got, see, that's get, why yeah, I got. Well, see, because Stanford, they General Instruments was run by dudes from Stanford. I don't know. <laughs> or MIT. Could have been. Could have been Cornell. Yeah. It's one of the three. Maybe. Uh, yeah, that is. Well, my question is about this part. I actually, remember this part. So, how? Like the G, just like or <laughs> I keep saying G E, yeah. G E, washing washing machines General and Electric. video games. General Electric supplying your home since 1976. Uh, <laughs> wait, so G I, yeah. How did did they like just advertise? Hey, yo, we got this like processor. Dude, yeah, I, apparently, okay. like back in like, but this is the 70s, so like you, they literally had it was I saw ads like in a paper, like in a newspaper, like picture ads, like we've got computer chips. Like it was just a very chip. straightforward. Like you know, shit back in the day, you couldn't you know, Facebook and shit is how where I learn all my things now. Like Facebook and Reddit is where I see everything. Back then, I, I it was fucking like radio ads. What is the of this? Uh, at the time, there wasn't any. Like the Atari system took fucking forever to produce. Like okay. it was actually, it was actually apparently pretty tough. You know, whatever it took them years or whatever, at least a while. And then these guys, you know, much like everything else, somebody makes something and then somebody else copies it real quick. Well, so they copied it real quick. And then companies like Coleco, which if you heard of ColecoVision, that was like pretty big back. Then. No, I have yeah, not. See, apparently they were pretty big. I get right. I don't. Anyways, but Coleco was one of the companies that got their chips first. They, they must have gone to MIT. They, they, yeah. Yeah. But they, got, they got their shit I mean, first. So then they, they, they were able to at least release their shit and sell their shit, where these other companies had already paid all their money. Shit. They literally spent their entire working capital and then had to wait two years to get, at that point, obsolete fucking computer chips. Now they just, got killed over these chips. Oh, bro, I'm sh- I mean, I don't I don't know that, but I dude, imagine the 70s if I was you were pissed off like oh, uh, a bunch of MIT and Sanford guys going after yo, it. Oh, you know some angry. got cut. You don't want to piss off a cardinal. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh my god. They will throw a pine at you. It will hurt. You're going to die. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was the big late 70s explosion. That was fucking everybody cashing it. Like it was like Best I can tell, the late 70s with video games was a lot like the internet bubble of the 90s. You know, like okay. when fucking every, you know, pets.com, like so many fucking websites. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. Everybody that's had a goddamn that's website. One. I remember that's that one. one. <laughs> like the sock puppet commercials and shit. Like in the 70s, this was the same shit. Everybody made a video game. Everybody tried to sell. And most people failed. Just like all the websites in the 90s, most of them failed. Magnavox is still around. I think they still make TVs and shit. Yeah, like obviously. Right, but obviously they're not making video games. Like even they fell out. So like yeah. basically, it's like Nintendo's on top of the world. Honestly, <laughs> it kind of feels a lot like the podcast bubble. It feels like everybody's making a podcast. You know, kind of yeah. like 
kind of like us, a couple of assholes. Well, we, we got opinions. But, you know what, you know. Joe, we went to Stanford. I went to Stanford. Oh, University. see, I went to, I went to MIT. <laughs> I know. So you, everybody out there listening, you're welcome that I'm talking. Yeah. Uh, well, you know who's not listening anymore? Chris Neal. Fuck Chris. <laughs> Chris I think we established that is not listening. Biggest anymore. biggest enemy of the show. <laughs> yeah. Chris Neo. That no, actually number one. Oh, no, public number enemy one. number one. Okay, yeah. Chris Neo. Blue pill. Chris <laughs> Neo. I hope I'm saying the right pill. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Green pill? I don't know. Was it was it a fuchsia pill? I, I think you, the red pill. was the one that was like the red yeah, is one. that's like the one where you get the fucking reality. Yeah. Bro. And the blue was like, stay a sheep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Chris All Neo right. definitely picked that sheep pill. Just so oh, he's well, from what I know about Neo. From, yeah, from that guy. Uh, man, don't get me started on him. <laughs> I could make this entire podcast. <laughs> he just left turn this episode and just rip on fucking Chris Neo for the next 45. He just doesn't have a clue, man. He no, he's no, he will never know. Let's be clear. He will never hear <laughs> that. He didn't get an education at a quality university. Well, yeah, if, if he understood the things we do, having gone to Cornell, he would know. <laughs> yes. But he fucking doesn't. God, got my bachelor's from Stanford. I got my graduate degree from MIT. <laughs> went doctorate obviously, Cornell. No big deal. I knew when you were going there, Joe, one of the proudest moments of my life, man. I'll never forget it. Never, forget. <laughs> never, bro. The gra- I remember how proud your mom was at your graduation. Oh, oh, oh. There proud. were so many. <laughs> and for you at my graduation, <laughs> you got that degree. Yeah, it was it's true. Like, proud day. Proud day for all. It was almost like in 1976 when the G. I, I didn't say GE this time, GI computer chip was coming out it. and stuff was going crazy. And going. I knew a lot. I read, I read all the notes. I know a lot about this, but I'm going to let you take this. Yeah, not so, definitely. Well, that actually that circles back perfectly because during this uh, fucking GI, you know, big old boom in the late seventies, that caused the what became known as the the video game bubble that then crashed in the eight in 1983. There were a ton. of of games that got released in the 80s. I mean, you know, the early 80s with Nintendo and Duck Hunt Mario, you know, all that shit. All that shit. I remember all of that shit. And everybody was kicking out games. Everybody. And then in 1983, at least in the United States, from the best I can tell with most of my research in the United States, the interest of the general public kind of peaked and it was starting to fade because all the games were basically the same thing. It was all Pong. It was all tennis. It was all war. Was this the one... Okay, wait. I think I wrote something down about this. Wait, let let me pull this up. Because... Weren't there like a, a ton of games, right? Like, didn't I see that somewhere that you wrote that? Like a like a crazy amount of games. Yeah. Oh, dude, a, a ton. It, it was. There were so many games that brought out because they were all the fucking same. It, literally, they were all. It was like basically there were six games. It was like tennis and pong, and then that basically one claim, one clone of a space war after another, and then ra- racing games. Like they were all the same game. But everybody was trying to do their own little spin on it, and they were all basically the same. Oh, so that, yeah. It was, flooded the market, and everybody got goddamn bored. Like, yeah. You know, which is understandable. So, I mean, and know, wait, all these – that's what I thought was really – I thought was really cool was that – or interesting was that these were all different platforms. Yeah. So like different games – like most of the games, if you want to make a game, you had to make your own – they were like making their own platforms. Yeah. You didn't just make a game. You yeah. You console as well. So there was like that's the equivalent of like there were 
like 7,000 versions of PlayStation. Yeah. And that. yeah. And like 8,000 versions of Xbox. Yeah. And, but like from what I was reading from my research, Hey now, uh, uh, as a Stanford grad, uh, <laughs> that there were like, like actually it was like, there was an interest in this shit. Oh yeah. People went banana. I mean, imagine back in the day, dude, like there was nothing like this. You, you could play a real sport. I mean, you could go actually play tennis or you could sit down and that was, that was it. There was no other, like, there was no other avenue for competition. You could play cards, I guess, but that was it. This was the first level of competition that was somehow like digitized. Like it had to have been honestly mind blowing. Like you know, we both grew up in, you know, it, it, for those of you listening, uh, we're both in our early thirties, mid thirties, whatever. Like we, we, video games have been since day one. Like as far as I remember, like I don't remember a time without video games. Like I know when I was two, maybe not, but still, what, uh, anyway, I don't. this had to be amazing. I mean, dude, in 1983, Video game revenues in America, just America, was $3.2 billion. In 1983, dude. Yeah. Now, the bubble burst in 1983. $3.2 billion. 1983. Billion. What's the equivalent? Uh, billion. Bro, uh, get this. Get this. 1985? Take a stab. What do you think the revenue was in America for video games? Two years later. 5.2. Billion? Yes. Yeah, it was less than a hundred million. What the fuck? Process that. Three point two billion in nineteen eighty three. Yeah, I remember this. Two years part. later, and fucking everything dropped. It's ninety seven percent. That is ninety seven percent. Actually, I, I, stock market dropped. We'd be fucked. Like, I don't actually own stocks. I mean, I don't guess you know whatever. I don't really care. But like, that would fuck a lot of shit up. If the Dow dropped ninety seven percent, yeah, I, yeah, we would. It would be the worst recession in world history ever. Period. Ever. So I mean, world that history. was dinosaurs actually probably had a worse recession. They, I mean, you know, well, I mean, not as bad as that. Remember that one time at MIT? That was pretty bad. Oh but, yeah. But other than that, when <laughs> we were in the quad and yeah, they changed the amount of. Bro. Of the hemp sandals went from twelve dollars. <laughs> To fifty cents, Just everyone was pissed. Supply and demand couldn't keep up, bro. <laughs> Speaking of that, remember when uh, they shut down that uh, that fucking uh, uh, snow cone operation in our high oh school? My God, yes. Oh my God, they. <laughs> we went to a really Christian uh, high school, Dude, and yeah, and the snow cone. Uh, selling was one of the worst sins that you could do um, because there were people that had the audacity to take some liquefied sugar, put it on top of some shaved ice and charge other high school students for it. Well, that's, that's just, I mean, Steve, Steve Vance, you would understand that's a sin. Had you gone to Cornell? Oh, I did. Yeah, that's right. You guys have a really much stronger. Yeah, that's right. And a very robust um, ethics department, <laughs> which you're really known for. But no, that is insane. That I actually, crazy. I actually legitimately did find that interesting. That one, that there was so much interest in it. Yeah. Two, that three there was, billion. Yeah. Three billion. Everybody was just batshit crazy. Like, oh my God, video games was the next big thing. And, and then, then everybody it, got bored immediately. Okay. So this actually did segue into one of the things I wrote down, which is like, 
this is like my conspiracy theory based on my literally three minutes of skimming your notes and my own personal knowledge, which is obviously robust and and, and you went to MIT. Yeah. I went to MIT. Uh, But I, so this is significant because this is like the boomer, this is like the boomer generation time, right? Yeah. So that means that a bunch of these boomers are into this stuff and then it drops and then maybe it like became uncool or something like I can't uh, yeah have to play into it in some way because that like that 3.2 billion dollars right that was 3.2 yeah. to, to to like a million 100 million yeah yeah that's, that's absurd and they're the ones that are against video games now right like and it yeah, was during the, the, time. the people that are like all up in arms over violence in video games, which we will get to later. Those, are, I mean, these are these people. These are the people that were in college in the eighties. Yeah. So something, something happened there. That's got to have something to do with it. A I have no of, idea what. I, I don't know either. But like a bunch of cool kids started making fun of the nerds, and so everybody got all like weird about it. Like they, they, I don't know, but that's that's as much as as, as as legit of a theory as I can think of as anything. Honestly. I mean, According to all the movies that came from that time, yeah, that's Jesus, maybe what happened. You know? It really might be. Like, <laughs> it really like, might be. That. But yeah, so 1985, uh, shit fell. Like everything dropped, everything popped. It's all over. $100 million in revenue or less in America, which is stupid. But then Nintendo saved the day. They showed up with Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt, the, the double package game oh. I, I, everybody had. And that's when interest skyrocketed i mean at at that point the 80s all all the games that spun off from there i mean pac-man frogger donkey kong you know tetris that's when fucking all pac-man frogger donkey kong mario brothers tetris duck hunt all those happened after 85 after like the recession and then everybody like really got in on like how do we make this shit new you know what I mean? Like, and here's okay. So before we get into like some of this stuff, but uh, the 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 Donkey Kong game. Did did you ever hear the urban legend of how they got the name of of why Donkey Kong is Donkey Kong? Okay, I remember this, and wasn't it something like they he like wanted to spell it a certain way, and Dude, like, there was like a typo or, or like it was in Japanese or something. That is what I was told as a kid. I don't remember from who, but okay. I believed yeah. it. I believed it all the way up until about a week ago when I started really looking into this shit. That is an urban legend that no one knows why, but it's that's just an urban legend, and apparently it's wrong. The oh. dude that made Donkey Kong, his name is Shigeru Miyamoto. Okay. Fucking positive I nailed that. Let's just be clear. I am positive (laughs) if I nailed that. So old Shigeru, uh, he was looking up uh, a word that meant stubborn. And stubborn donkey or stubborn ass was a a common (laughs) phrase back in the day. So he wanted a game that was literally stubborn ape stubborn monkey so he went with donkey kong kong for king kong and you you get so that was that was how shigeru got his name in but dude literally and this was we were talking about this yesterday this was the first game that that went you as a character went up pac-man i mean pac-man you kind of went like around ish frogger you just went straight mario brothers you went left and right but donkey kong you went left and right and up which literally the people at Nintendo and the people that were trying to buy and distribute this game in America, yeah. they were like, not sure. They were saying like, Hey, 
Hey man, I don't know if I don't know if the public is ready for all this up and down stuff. Like, can we can we keep it back with the left right? Because the left right's where that's our bread and butter. You know what I mean? Yes, the Stanford and Cornell roofs exploded, bro, just off the roof and out through the out. <laughs> and then and then the liberal elites were pushed aside, yep. and the suits came in. This is when they came in. That's when they came in and said, no more upward movement. We're just going to go left, right. We don't need this upward movement. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I mean, it's a great idea. Upward movement. But let's say we allow a little upward movement. What's going to happen after that? Downward movement? Are we going to go diagonal? I don't think... Diagonal. Slow down. So, you know what? What do you think is it? to side to side <laughs> and take this briefcase of money we had more in it when we had 3.2 billion yeah it's a uh, lot smaller briefcase it's much smaller. ones now but it's still a briefcase but will you take it <laughs> and not <laughs> go up and down yeah i thought i thought this is actually very interesting that like a while that was like a big deal it was mind-blowing until now they didn't you know just the idea that you would have a you know not three-dimensional but but upper levels like you know it just this was just the new it was so early that people didn't even understand what at all you could do with video games so they just they knew the 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 ABC version that they, they, they knew the like the building blocks. And I just want to keep it the same. But anyways, this this Shigeru Miyamoto, Stanford grad, uh, obviously, <laughs> you, know, you you can tell, born, born and raised in California. Uh, but yeah, so he he made, he made Donkey Kong. He wanted to make a ton of shit. He made Zelda. He has had a oh, hand what? in almost all the Zelda. You, you got you were in Zelda like sixty four, right? The, the like Breath of the Wind or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, your boy, yeah, yeah. Your boy yeah. Shigeru, that was him. He's he's Zelda what? and like all yeah. Wait, he went on to make games that long. Dog, he's still alive and he's still making games. Shigeru Miyamoto what? was the general manager of Nintendo from 1984 to 2015. Wait, I thought it was that was that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was the senior executive from 2015 to like 2017. Then he was a representative director. Did he like die? he's held nah, he's still going. He's held like yeah. every fucking title you can possibly have in a company. He's held it at Nintendo. Who's the he, Nintendo guy I'm thinking of? Uh, Do we know it's like is this the this is the guy? No, this like, is the main guy too. Nintendo, he dude. made fucking Star Fox, bro. Do you remember how do you know how many hours of our childhood we owe to this guy? Like literally. Shigeru Miyamoto helped frame our childhood. This I didn't know he amazing. started that, that. I didn't know he started in 1985. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. This dude is like this dude is great. Like he, he's he, he was genuinely a visionary. Like if we want to go that far, like he was actually like he saw what all could be coming. He saw like he saw that you could take a game and go up and down, which literally people were like not having. Like that's how <laughs> crazy. Like that's how good this guy was. I, I mean, and the fact that he, it's like a. The fact that he stayed relevant, he was making games. I should know he started. Yeah, this is the guy. I just googled him. Yeah, yeah. He's got the he's got the butt cut. Yes, of course. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. He sure does. Yep. And I had no i nineteen eight. I didn't know he was like the OG guy. Oh, dude, thirty one years he was cranking out games like just oh, killing it. That guy, crazy. like seriously, I, I yeah, I've never met the man, never will meet the guy. But Shigeru Miyamoto, uh, I don't hate you as much as I hate Chris Neal. Oh, You're a big yeah. fan of the show, Shigeru. We're big fans of you, sir. Just so you know, in case you ever Thank hear you that. for listening, Shigeru. Big. Fan. I'm sure I just pronounced your name wrong. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very sorry, and thank you for listening. I really appreciate yeah. 
He's a he's a big fan. Don't worry. We we've been. We've he's been. A, he's a big 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 fan. <laughs> but yeah, so that brings us. Uh, I might as well hit uh, hit on old uh, old Tetris. Very much the classic standby. Like yes. it, it's, you know, the age old dude. It has sold five hundred million copies. Oh, you right. you told me that, yeah. dude. Five hundred million. I mean, that's on you know Nintendo and then on Sega and then I mean, I literally had a watch back in the day that played Tetris. Like, you know, it's on every phone. The like, Tetris has been every five hundred million. Like, that's craziness. The closest game it did in just units sold. I mean, Tetris came out in nineteen eighty four. So in thirty six years, it sold five hundred million copies. Minecraft came out in two thousand nine. Take a guess how many copies it sold in just 10 years. Oh, Minecraft's like 100, 100 million. 200 million. Two, wait. In, in like 10 and a half, 11-ish years, whatever. 200 million. It's on pace to smoke Tetris. Like, I don't know how, like, I, I don't know anything about Minecraft. But like, if the popularity holds in four years, it will fucking smoke. And that's, Tetris is the best game ever, biggest game ever, whatever. Minecraft's not, like, it, it, it's it's amazing how much this Minecraft game has grabbed the psyche of, of the video. Have you ever played it? Do you play that game? Dude, see, I can't call myself, like, an actual gamer because I haven't played Minecraft. Because it, I don't know. I don't get it, man. Yeah? I don't get it. Like, I don't. It looks really like I don't know for some reason. So there's this game called Stardew Valley, um, and it's a big, big, big game. And it's kind of like, well, no, dude. If people actually play games and they're gonna and they hear me saying this, they're gonna be like, this guy knows nothing about what he's talking about. Oh, dude, but, no. but it's like, so Minecraft's like you. I think, dude. I don't know, man. The game just never looked interesting to me, so I've never played it. No. But apparently, I'm uh, really dumb for not playing it. Because yeah, you're awesome. clearly in the minority. Two hundred yeah. million people disagree with you. That, that happens all the time. Where like apparently, Gary's Mod is another like computer game where I had never played it until recently, and apparently, everyone has played that game. Uh, I I don't keep up with. I don't know if I just see something and I'm like, I, it's part of it's like being old, man. Dude, well, and that's the thing though. Like in the '90s, com- like online computer games started getting popular. Like I remember we played StarCraft. Like I remember you kicking my ass in StarCraft a lot. Yes. Like, PC games. I-, I remember those started coming out. Like, did did you stick into those at all anymore? Like, is StarCraft still even a thing? Oh, dude, just Google Google Pro StarCraft player. God. And watch them. So what they what these the new StarCraft players do? Actually, they've been doing this since pretty much the game came out is they use key bindings to make all their movements. And so what that means is that they have uh, a, a series of, of buttons that they press on the keyboard where they, it'll do a certain thing. So like control W E will do something different than control W R. Right. So obviously the moves are infinite. Because you can just keep adding things to it. Oh yeah, there's things. Combinations go forever. So they will move like the speed of like they'll move like ten times faster than you could by clicking anything because they just have everything oh, memorized. Oh And so you're seeing the dude like you know if you've ever played a video game, if anyone if you have the controller and yeah. it has the little um, a joystick and you move the character around, well they're moving like 
one of those joystick players, but they're controlling like 70 of them at the same time by these key bindings. And it's the most insane thing you'll ever see. Like it's StarCraft players are, and it's mostly, and, and I think I'm right about this. It's mostly Korean players that are the best and they are just absolute, like it's, it's, mind-blowing how amazing their minds work at this game it's crazy because like yeah it's crazy the level of planning ahead you have to do like that's fucking wild it's like chess on absolute like on steroids with crack with stanford degree <laughs> and mixed up in the 70s game craze that's, that's how crazy it is that's wild but yeah that's i mean that's all that that's all so New. I mean, that started in the '90s. Like yeah. the first real like big games, like in 1998, Half Life came out, and you know, like Doom and Quake came out like the early '90s or whatever. And like it, all all those. I mean, classics. And like I'll refrain from making a Half Life three joke that everybody has, so we're just gonna move on. But dude, Nintendo 64 came out, the first ever four man gaming system. Like holy, f- like dude, you remember we used oh. to play that? It blew my mind the first time we all sat down. Echo the Dolphin. Oh my god! Remember, that it. was like the first game. game. Was was that the first game to come out. That was the first PC game I ever played. Legitimately, that was the first PC game I ever played. And I forget at some point it gets goddamn impossible. That game oh. got so fucking hard at some point <laughs> that I remember throwing that fucking disc, literally <laughs> pulling it from the computer and throwing it across the room. What was what? There's another game um, that came out for 64, uh, and I think it was the game where you. You know, pilot. It was either pilot, pilot wings, yes, or yeah, or yes, pilot wings, and then, wing. and then wave race. Oh, wave race, bro! God, all of these oh, games. It was, it, it was, it was genuinely. They were. They, they, I, I know we're looking back at like, and I realize we're waxing waxing nostalgic, and like anybody that's played like the new Halo thinks we're absolutely out of our mind because the graphics are nothing. But dude, fucking Turok was dope. You could you could you could fight dinosaurs with bows and arrows. Like it was just all it was for the first time, I think. And then looking back in all these games, originally they were all just copies of each other, and they were all very similar and everything. But like you go from Pong to fucking Sonic or Virtual Fighter, like Duke yeah. Nukem. And then fucking Pokemon, Pokemon Red and Blue came out in the nineties. Like the nineties was amazing. And like, yeah. I, I know like in an earlier episode, I, I waxed poetic about the nineties too. Like I fucking, but like the complexity of gameplay was amazing. I mean, it, it, just, just Goldeneye alone. I mean, dude, you knew Goldeneye as much as any of us did. Like yeah. that, the, the idea that you could get a headshot or that you could get like proximity mines, like all of that was new. It was all goddamn brand new. Well, and so what's very, really interesting, actually, one of the things that this is one of the things I wrote down. Um, I think there's like a movement to go back to those type of games. It feels it. Uh, yeah. In terms of like, they were really hard. Mm-hmm. Like those games are really hard. And well, almost like puzzle games. Yes. Especially Turok, dude. Remember how Fucking hard hell. Turok was? I never no, that game. You, never, you didn't have a prayer being that game <laughs> if you were like a kid. Yeah, right? like, like, like if you were thirty or something, you had plenty of time, but whatever. Yeah, or if you had like a, you know, if you were like eighteen or like in college, I bet like people, but they were older than us, so yeah. But it was so hard. So the games now that are becoming popular are model off this game, Dark Souls Three, or sorry, oh, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, but, any of them. 
but yeah, like all the Dark Souls games, and then those have spawned. That has changed. It's like there's it's it's like chess, but mixed with football because it's like chess in that you have to think out every single move, but it's like football because yeah, you gotta like perform and execute. If you don't execute everything yes. perfectly, like the actual like mechanics and movement, then you're gonna die. But you can execute the mechanics and movement perfectly. But if you choose the wrong move, aka the chess part, yeah. you're gonna die. So you have to plan it perfectly, but then still have the reflexes and timing to nail it. Exactly, and I feel like those those early games, like especially like before this with the uh, Mario and stuff like that, like we're like. It was so hard. Mario was so hard. Oh, dude, Mario Two. Do you remember that like super trippy uh, Mario Two? Yeah, that game was hard as fuck. Mario Two was my favorite. It was so much fun. Luigi could kind of fly because he could run yeah. sort of like yeah. It, it was he had the legs. Yeah, he could, his legs could run sort of kind of like dude, like all that shit was. But dude, I mean, you're right. Even with just like Cuphead, like that Cuphead game is yeah. fucking tough. And like all those games were like Tony fucking Hawk. tough. Oh my god, Tony Hawk, dude. And I mean that's it, that. People love Tony Hawk. I mean, there have been so many versions and iterations of Tony Hawk. I, mean, I don't even know how many they have made. But people love that game so much, it just got its own fucking documentary. Like, that just got yeah. released. That's right. That, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it, video games have just taken over. Like, they really have. But this was the start of it. Like, the 90s, dude, the 90s had Mortal Kombat, Super Smash Bros. How many hours did we play? Like oh, Mario Party, Mario Party was like oh, the, the yeah. PG Smash. Like it was just, it changed the landscape of what you could do with video games. It wasn't just sitting there playing Mario. Like Mario Party was fun. It, it incorporated luck and chance, and then there was also like sort of skill and like all that shit. Like it was that it it it, it changed the way we played together. Well, and Joe, then, also the things that you're saying, the games that you're saying right now, all those games are current games mm-hmm. that everyone is obsessed with. Everyone's obsessed with the new Mario Party. Everyone's yeah. obsessed with like all the, the new dude. Well, I mean, just okay. So I mean, and because of that, I mean, this was all just the '90s still, and then in the 2000s, you. I mean, you're right. Half Life Two came out. Grand Theft Auto Three, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, World of Warcraft, Tony Hawk Pro Skater wow. Two and Three. I mean, fucking yeah. so many Halo showed up, and then Halo Two showed up. Like all of these because they were they they hit. Wait, so when did Halo? Hard. When did Halo show up? It was 2000. 2000. Oh. Yeah. Bro, do you remember? I mean, yeah, uh, of course you do. Like fucking hell. Like well, for for those listening, Halo and Goldeneye, any any first person shooter advance was always the best of our of our social circle. I was uh, always not good and and angry. Well, which actually makes me think of a very important thing because one of I learned a life lesson from Halo. Oh uh, God! Because I was always the best in our at group the, at the mall. I know where we're going. Oh yeah. Oh boy! You, did you you attended? I uh, showed up late. I had my SATs that morning, so I showed up late. <laughs> yeah, so we um we decided <laughs> to join a tournament, and like now it's like there's all these pro players and stuff. Yeah, like that, Ninja and all these dudes are that back yeah. then. This is 2003, give or take. Yeah, yeah. We, there was a. It was in the mall with the ice skating ring. What? Yeah, Barton Springs. No, no, it wasn't Barton Springs. It was the other one. It was the one up north. Yeah. North yeah. Austin, Texas, doesn't yeah. matter. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But so there's this uh, Halo tournament, and this is Halo One. This is like right when it came out. Came no, out. playing online wasn't a thing. Just just to set the tone here, we Play had out. never, we had only ever played each other. Period. Yeah. Period. That was it. All you'd ever yeah. play because that's all you could. You couldn't play online. Yeah. There was no so such like, thing. 
So what they did in this in this tournament is they would just create a LAN and you would all hook up the LAN. And we showed up and first of all, I do hockey as fuck. Oh man, Iowa, because I was the best out of our friends. So I was like, dude, I gotta carry this team, gotta put <laughs> the team on my back. And first thing I noticed was like, wait, everyone's controller looks different than ours. We had like the remember we had like big huge oh the bulky ass xbox controllers and like everyone had like the sleek yeah but they like had like grips and shit that they had made themselves because you couldn't like buy stuff back then oh and we got rocked (laughs) we i had like 10 kills the entire tournament um which was more than any of my teammates would did you get a kill Dude, I know me. I dude, yeah. I didn't even play. I showed up like you know, forty five minutes late, and you guys already played like two rounds. And Clay was like, "I haven't had a single kill." John, John was fucking pissed because John's our most competitive friend. But it doesn't matter. I've never seen you guys like that. I was like, "You guys are my friends. Why are you so depressed?" And I looked around. I was like, "Oh fuck, we're not gonna. This isn't gonna happen." Which is that? I shouldn't yeah. have come. Is <laughs> what's happening. Valuable lesson because it's like mm. I learned that everyone there's always going to be so many always. people that are going to be better than you always at if you're not gaming. lebron you are yeah. not that there's going to be a lebron there's going to be someone better i don't care how good you are and like that wasn't a thing back in the day no you didn't nowadays whatever it is you do you can youtube somebody yep. else doing that thing better yep. period immediately as soon as you want you can find someone better than you at whatever it is you do back then we were insulated we had yeah. no idea. We thought I thought genuinely you were the best Halo player alive. That, as, far as, as far as seventeen year old me knew, too. Vance is the gold standard. I fell I fell hard that day, Joe. <laughs> fell hard. All right. It was not it was not easy because when the I just I used to vividly remember that when the round started and I just got just headshotted right away. I was like, oh, huh? <laughs> what hell? I'm supposed to put I thought where am I? Who am I? Uh, and kids, you know what? Kids don't have to go through that now. They, no, they, they know, don't have to. They, they know, know day one. You, yeah, you, you log into Fortnite, you're going to get your ass kicked day one. You realize I got a lot of work to do. And at least that's honestly it's probably a good thing. I'm not even going to yeah. lie. That's genuinely probably a good thing. Which honestly is probably why, you know, those later like 90s games, like, uh, di- like didn't GTA come out? Like in the nineties, like late nineties, uh-huh. yeah, they were like probably the guys that were getting beat down in Halo were like, oh, yeah. shit. I'm gonna go play the computer for a bit. Yeah, I'm just gonna make it to where I don't have to battle anybody. I'm just uh-huh. gonna make this, this. Just gonna, I got rocket launcher cheat codes. I'm a happy guy. Yeah, and a prostitute. No. That was literally me. Oh, dude, you kidding? That was literally me. I was like, fuck Halo. I'm gonna go play by myself. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was the early 2000s. They made another Grand Theft Auto, and then another Grand Theft Auto, and then Halo One and Two, and all that shit, and then. In fact, I might have lied to you yesterday. The biggest jump, the biggest change in uh, video game technology, which I said originally was the Nintendo because it was fucking awesome, but the Nintendo Wii in 2006. Oh. You could – dude, do you remember – I mean, do you remember when the Wii came out? You you literally had to move your hand to bowl or play tennis or whatever, and you and three other people actually played something. You actually did a thing. Like – I remember in college, well, you you were in college, yeah, you were still in, uh, you were still A M, right? Two thousand six. Two thousand six. Yep. Yeah, dude, I remember at Baylor at least it parties changed. The Nintendo Wii 
changed parties that and like guitar hero and rock band guitar and hero, yeah. like literally you would have i mean never before okay to set the scene like you couldn't set up a game of fucking risk in the middle of a frat party <laughs> i mean okay oh, May, maybe you and i would have but you know what yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> like you couldn't fucking do that but you could set up wii sports you could get a couple of girls and a couple of guys playing tennis together and everybody was happy having Wait, a great Joe, time were we playing dude you're right I didn't realize that. You're right. It that changed everything. A- you couldn't play video games at a fucking party. You were a loser. But yeah. now you bring a Wii and you get <laughs> a couple. You get a couple girls playing, you know, pretend bowling or whatever the fuck. Now everybody's happy. Or or fucking rock band. I remember literally we were at a buddy's house. It was always the party house. That in, in sophomore year, 2005, we would just be drinking. And in 2006, we'd be drinking outside, you know, having whatever dumbass flip cup. Then we'd come inside and play rock band. Like with the cool girls and the cool guys and like the guy with his collar popped because it's 2006 and the girl was whatever the fuck fat. You know what I mean? Like everybody was in. It opened up fucking video games to everybody. Like you weren't going to play GoldenEye with girls, but now you you literally could. I mean, fucking you. I remember genuinely I played on the Nintendo Wii with my mother-in-law and my aunt and my uncle at Thanksgiving. We dude, played like, bowling together. Older than Every, you. Oh, dude, they were stoked. They were blown. They were mind blown just as much as we. Everybody gathered round. Like literally, we all gathered around and played fucking Wii tennis or whatever. It doesn't matter. And yeah. then, and nowadays, literally just this past Christmas, I was with my nephew and I was playing his Oculus Rift thing, which is absurd. It's that headset, one of the many oh, yeah. headset video games. Like, holy shit, I'm not ready yeah. for that. I, I'll just be I, honestly. I'll admit, I, I'm not. I can't. Oh, I I'm, fucking can't. I'm ready. Dog, there's Give one it. game where you're holding your double fist and uh, uh, pistols, and yeah. the point of the game is the slower you move, the slower they move. But if you twitch real quick, they twitch real quick. Oh, and, like, cool. They buck off shots real quick. But if you move super slow, you can see the bullet coming at you, and you can like matrix it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's fucking dope. But of course, my natural reaction to getting shot at is to move quickly. And so now there's like six or seven more dudes that jumped out of the shadows. Like, you have to. The, the game you is know, like trying know, to stay calm. You know, who could not do that. Chris Neo. It's true. No, he's a bitch. I heard that. He can't. I heard that from a couple guys that went to Cornell, and I trust them. He cannot play that game. <laughs> it's, it's it's on his podcast. I've seen it. He has a podcast too, by the way. Yeah, no, it's a video podcast. I watch it all the time. Yeah, just, just, it's just to send him hate mail. I watch it and then I critique it. So yeah, that's all yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. What I, I do with most of my time. I've showed up to his house a couple times. <laughs> sorry, Chris. Actually, hey, Chris. Want to show up? Tell you, you suck. Yeah, oh, you I'm probably kidding. yeah, you probably uh, you probably would beat me to Halo though. I would oh, think he was guaranteed. probably the guy who did beat. Have you seen that guy? I was like guaranteed that guy. That motherfucker is good at this shit. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I mean, okay. So that's this is when the Wii came out and Rock Band for PlayStation, all that shit. That's when fucking video games changed. At least in my opinion, it's when they became more mainstream or whatever. You know what I mean? They, they were, they're no longer fringe. Now that the main focus families were playing together, like aunts, uncles, parents, and kids like that never happened with Goldeneye. It never was going to happen with Goldeneye. Like that's just what it was. Yeah. Video games became a tool for inclusion and togetherness and then family gatherings, except not everyone agrees with that statement. Uh, it's starting in 1976. 
uh, there was a game entitled oh. Death, Death Race. Yeah, this one. I remember this one. Yeah, dude. Stand-up arcade, full-on, like, real arcade machine. You put in a quarter, and then you, oh, you, 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 had, a, you had a real steering wheel. Computer? I thought this is an arcade no, game. No, Doug. This was, Google it right now. While I'm, you know, I'll, I'll talk over it or whatever. But Google it just so you can see the fucking stand-up thing. So it's, it's a stand-up arcade game, oh, no, full-on this- stand-up, and it's covered in 1970s poorly drawn like grim reapers and tombstones and like cars with big engines and skulls on it and shit like imagine like a fourth grader tried to draw like a rob zombie album cover like it's it's it sounds really cool it sounds badass imagine like when before like before we could drive if we tried to if we tried to draw like chris neo if Chris Neo had a fucking Chris Neo's back tattoo, if that became yes. a fucking stand-up arcade, yeah, yeah, Chris Neo literally has this tattoo. Yeah, it's right on his forehead. Yeah. Oh, dude, guaranteed. Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was fucking purposely trying to be edgy and shocking, and you know all that shit. It was trying to grab the the punk rockers or what? I don't know. So, but that you could tell the gameplay was boring as fuck. If you Google it, it's boring as fuck. You're a small square that sort of kind of resembles a car and you drive around the screen trying to run over monsters that sort of kind of resemble monsters like they're just poorly drawn squiggles and it's all pixelated it's nothing but when you run over these little monsters there's a noise that sounds kind of like a "Ah," and then a little tombstone with a cross pops up so like you are killing things it was probably the first game that looking back through all the shit it was definitely the first game that you killed something which, now look, well, that's the first time anyone was ever murdered after that game, right? Well, I mean, no one had ever been murdered uh, yeah, before 1976. That game came out. Yeah, Google it. Murders did not exist until 1976. But Thank okay, here's the bitch of it. Here's the genuinely. Here's the the most ironic or the most fucking dumb. In 1975, the same company that made Death Race, uh, the company called Exidy, they made the exact same fucking game. Literally the exact same game, except you didn't oh, run really? over monsters. You didn't run over monsters. You ran over other cars. Same okay. exact fucking so game. So they were car races. It was exactly the same game. But then Wendy Walker is this uptight bitch from 1976 that when she saw Death Race and she saw these poorly drawn Grim Reapers and Tombstones, she went Wendy Walker. She went all fucking crazy. She worked at the time for the Associated Press, and she wrote this scathing review of Death Race, saying it it's going to have terrible effects on the children. And what will the children do? And you know, game with squiggly white lines move around and touch other squiggly white lines. It'll cause the children to kill each other and other bullshit. Like literally, that's it's not. She didn't talk with an accent nor say anything about squiggly white lines. But you know what I mean? That's what she did. That was literally like. This you know, I'm looking here on her bio and it's Google her. Look at her face. Wendy you can t- like Walker, Stanford she- graduate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I take it all back. She has a point. Yeah. She's yeah. right. She's right. Okay. Well, I'm looking at Wendy Walker is a former family law attorney in Fairfield County, Connecticut. Possibly. How old is <laughs> the Wendy Walker you're looking at? How old no, is she? Because this Wendy Walker is easily seventies. Nope. This is this is definitely her. She looks like she's in her twenty. She's like thirty five. Uh, oh. No, this, this Wendy Walker from the seventies has like the 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 exact character you'd picture. Like she just looks like she'd be a blast at parties. Like you know what I mean? Like she looks like that fucking person. So, anyways, dude, this got so popular when she wrote that shit. Uh, the New York Times saw that, and then somebody else copied it. Like a bunch of newspapers. Fucking sixty minutes 
did an episode looking at the dangers of video games and psychological impact. Like literally that happened. There was a public outcry. People were crazy. That's not based off like Wendy Walker's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, really? Wendy Wendy Walker wrote one fucking article. Then other newspapers saw it. The New York times saw it, copied it, repeated it. And then 60 minutes went berserk all within like months. This all happened like rapid fire. And then dude, thanks to this, uh, Exidy, the company that made Death Race, made millions of dollars because uh, the the free press and free publicity. People bought this game like fucking uh, game. everywhere. Yeah, but it was the first game to be you fucking hated on. It was, and it, it, was, it was the first game murder into the world. Yes, it was, it was the first game. Like, and there was plenty of others after that. Immediately, <laughs> no, dude. No again, there was that. no there was no evil in the world until somebody made this video game. That's how it goes. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah what i remember obviously anybody listening you can tell where we're going we're gonna get there soon but let me let me crack out this one last thing uh it it was all obviously just it, it's reactionary bullshit from old people just old people that were scared of new and skid just oh it's got it's got skulls on it and so you, you could just tell but and all of that I, I disagree with all of it it doesn't matter it's just a video game it doesn't matter i don't care with all of that i will argue to the teeth and they did uh, fine until i found a game called custer's revenge that's the one i was this one now this one is it's labeled on the box it says an adult video game cartridge the box has a realistic drawing it looks it looks real real like it looks real close to real it's not a picture but it looks close it's it's a native american woman tied to a post they showed me this one and a fully naked cartoon white man wearing a confederate army hat and that's it he's butt-ass naked He's fucking naked as fuck. His ass is literally on the, and he's na- he's wearing a Confederate army hat, and it says in all caps below his bare ass, "Adult video game cartridge not for sale to minors." Yeah, I mean, fine, I get it, whatever. But dude, even by oh, I say this clip. That's right. Even by modern standards, this game is. I mean, it's not for children, but it's fucking awful. I mean, anyone listening, Google this because you're gonna think I'm making it up. I swear you. This is you play as this naked white cowboy guy. And all you do is walk from the left side of the screen to the right, which made made suits happy. <laughs> Just keep keep it left or right. Oh, keep they were don't go up and down now. Really, oh, like left or right. <laughs> but fucking literally, literally, you walk left to right, where a Native American woman is tied to a post, and as you walk to her, your fucking your dick flops the whole way. It's just bouncing up and down as you walk. You literally are a naked dude with a pixelated dick. Bouncing up and down, and you walk over to this woman, and you have sex with her. A woman tied to a post in the desert. Yeah. A woman that's unable to move. And then a white man forcibly has sex with her. Now, some call that rape. And most call that racist. It's, I call it just fucking awful. It's just not – it doesn't look fun in the least. Yeah. They don't do that. Because I was going to say – because when, when you showed me that, um, or when you sent that to me, I was like – it was funny because I was like, at first I was like, okay, I've seen this, seen this. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. that that's you just that's, oh because like tied to a post. Yeah, literally. That's the thing. Like Red Dead Redemption, right? Or like Grand Theft Auto. You, that's part of the fun, right? Yeah, so like okay. going around and actually, it's funny. Shout out to my little brother. Um, he, we were talking about, and have you played Red Dead Redemption too? 
I uh, no, but I've I've watched uh, some Reddit clips of what people can do, and it looks fun as fuck. Oh, okay, man. yeah, it's like the it's. I didn't like it at first. I couldn't play it at first because it was too overwhelming. Because it was too massive. Like it was just it was stressful to me because you could do so. It was just like being in a world and you could do whatever you wanted. You're too free. Yeah. And it was like, it was a little freaky and then you get used to it. So anyways, you know, you can like, you know, part of the, it's, it's part of like the grand theft auto type of game where you can just kill whoever you want, whenever you want, just do whatever you want. But most of the time you don't do that. And I was asking me and my little brother were talking about it because in the game, if you murder someone and someone witnesses you, they will go and tell on you to the cops. And so there's this little thing on your little map, mini map, where sh- it shows a witness to your crime and they like run away and try to tell people and you try to catch them before they do. You try and catch them and kill them too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I usually like don't like to do it. I just let them turn me in and I just pay my fine. And I was talking to my little brother about it. <laughs> this is what illustrates like my little brother is, is one of, a phenomenal human being, right? He's oh, like, yeah, great kid. Person. But he was like, all right, no, 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 man. When I got a witness, no, no, no. I, I track them down and I hog tie them and I take them and I go and I put them on the train tracks. And then I sit there and I make a fire by the train tracks and I just sit there and I watch them get run over by that train. Nobody snitches on me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, that is dark. That is dark. But I respect that because the amount of time it takes to find a, a railroad track and wait for those trains. Yeah, they, that's an ingenuity. Oh, man, I mean, those trains don't come. You gotta that is stick-to-itiveness. That is teaching kids these days yeah. <laughs> power of will. Uh, but that, so I, when you, I was going with, when you sent me that clip about this, this game, I was like, maybe it's, I was like, oh, it's like Grand Theft Auto. Oh, no, it's not. It's, 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 uh, I mean, we were pretty racist, uh, back. I mean, we're still pretty racist (laughs) as a society, but we were pretty racist back then. And that's just, that's just raping Indians is all that, that, uh, that is. And people weren't stoked. Uh, in fact, a lot of protests, that's what I was um, the first arcade that it was put at, in fact, it wasn't even an arcade. It was just like a little, it doesn't matter. Point is, the place that the, the game was set up, the people were putting quarters in, over 250 people uh, in the 70s picketed it with signs that were like, Custer's Revenge says rape is fun. And, you know, we're to, to say no to racism, you know, all that shit. Not yeah. a good look for your game. Not a good, like, it, it, it's just, it's anyway. And I mean, the kicker to all of it is the game is boring as fuck. Like, it's literally, there's it nothing looks to horrible. it. horrible. There's nothing to it. You literally just press left and then you press right. There's no fun Whoa. to it. It is just kidding. Just changed my mind. There's no up and down. No, I mean there is. See, I mean you do go left and right. So I mean, I guess it, it actually qualifies as a great game. Probably, probably top ten. Probably top. Actually, it's probably top ten worst game ever. Uh, get the list of of shit they've made. This okay. Custer's Revenge has made its way into so many top 10 lists uh australian pc magazine top 10 uh, worst game ever made uh, australian pc magazine i trust them the, they, pitiful, the gold dude, standard. everybody at australian pc magazine graduated from cornell i don't know if you knew that but they uh, all they know their shit i work for the magazine <laughs> games.net uh ranked the female character as a top five most disturbingly sexual video game character of all time i uh, that's what you love want. that that's they're what you want. 
I just love that there are these lists. Dude, <laughs> dude there's so many. Check it. Okay. Machinima.com. Okay. Uh, top 10 perverts in gaming. Uh, yeah. uh, old Custer's number eight. You. Yeah, dude. No, I can't believe it. Apparently, there's a whole list of more. Just well, there's actually a lot of worse games. If you Google just like old school sexual games, like you, you, a, you have to wade through a lot of shit. Uh-huh. But there's a lot of old school games that were just a documentary, really poorly drawn porn. Like it was just, it was just pixelated porn. Uh, Anyways, uh, top ten UGO. I don't even know what that is, but UGO's top ten most racist video games in history. That's going to be Custer's Last Stand. Electronic Electronic Gaming Monthly. I, I actually used to get their magazine. Uh, yes then you switch yeah. to the bi-monthly well or- obviously i got the weekly edition of nintendo power <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, well, nintendo I, actually, power. I actually did get nintendo power i think bi-weekly i, I seriously <laughs> uh but yeah so okay electronic gaming monthly monthly top 10 worst games of all time uh and then this is my favorite ugo did a top 10 most unsexy video game characters list and the right. naked general custer was number two all time. Number one. And I it literally says, thanks to his floppy, pixelated cartoon penis, okay. he ranks number two unsexiest video games of all time. Joe, I hate this research because I want to know what number one was on all those lists you just cited. I need to know what the number one most pervert guy in gaming is. Hold on. Top 10 most unsexy video game character. Number one is, <laughs> number one is Birdo from Super Mario. Okay. Wait, I mean, wait, it does. Apparently, it says shaking his or her tail feathers and making an O face is the least sexy video game character of all time. Second. Wait a second, hold on. That is so not true. It's you literally Bird, got- Birdo sexy. Well, dude, if if you guys don't know what Birdo looks like, Birdo just has a large funnel. Yeah, on like a big face. pink, aka Birdo could service. I mean, you know, genders could service old Custer uh, pretty well, I'd imagine. Service well, no, Custer likes he's into a little bit. Birdo is yeah, Birdo's not native, and Birdo's not tied to a to a post. Custer's not a fan. Unsexiest? That's bullshit. It it seems like a cop out, honestly. Why is Uh, Wario? Wait, that why is that not? Why is Wario sexier sexier than than that? Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I, I guess if we really want to do this, like, <laughs> Mr. Game oh, & Watch is sure. incredibly unsexy as he's two-dimensional, ergo, incapable right of having sex. Dear UGO. Yeah, so, so yeah, anyways, that's where the, you know, plenty of sexy fucking games came out. There were so many copies, dude. Like, seriously, you can, you can Google all of them. There's fucking so many just cash grab purposely sex oriented games and they're all pretty lame but dude okay did you ever have a sega cd in 1993 sega cd came out did you ever have one because i didn't wait sega cd sega cd not sega saturn sega cd okay dude it had a bunch of games that were on cds or whatever and depending on how like the actual gameplay was still just the basic sega i mean everybody can remember sonic or whatever you had nba jam 95 which was i was pretty good at not gonna lie but that's a different point anyways oh this one game was called night trap and there were plenty of other games like it it had it was like a as a puzzle style game that you with your you know controller you kind of point and click you move a little mouse around with the you know your d-pad and then you click on stuff and you kind of you but the cutscenes at least for the first time that I can find, other than PC games, but the cutscenes were legit real video recordings. Like, it looked like a real movie was on the screen. The graphics were amazing. I mean, 
they, they were shitty, you know, 1993 VHS tape quality graphics. But for 1993, they were fucking amazing graphics. Like real life people walked onto the screen. They really talked. You actually heard them. It wasn't just noise. It was actually like, it was real. It, was, it seemed at the time super advanced shit. And of course, some of the characters were just like wicked hot girls in like super revealing clothing. Because I mean, like sex sells. I get it. I'm not mad at them. I, you know, whatever, fine. But one scene in particular, uh, it was a girl in a bathroom wearing a pretty revealing nightgown. And she was like brushing her hair and, you know, doing whatever shit. And like three ninja bad guys jump in and grab her and push her into the bedroom. And it kind of fades out. So, I mean, it. Oh, it, yeah. Like, it, it, like, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't bad, bad, but like you know, for for ninety three, people were not ready for this. Like, yeah, people fucking flipped. They, you know, there were so many articles calling it ultra quote ultra violent end quote. Another one to quote, and it, the game supports a quote effort to trap and kill women end quote. Like Ooh. people lost their minds. Like obviously, it's not supporting going out in real life and trap. But you know, I can fine. So I get it. But here's the deal: it's fucking nineteen ninety three. There have been nine Friday the 13th films released. Yeah. There have been six Halloweens released. There have been five Nightmare on Elm Street released, all of which had real-life gore, real-life murder, and real-life tits, real-life sex scenes on the screen, and nobody gave a fuck. But I guess because you're holding a controller in your hand, it makes it – like, I don't – like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. I I think – and also, too, I think with that example, I think – None of those games succeeded, correct? Like, none mm. of, oh, wait. Yeah, pretty much. All the sex games, none of them really made any money, no. Oh, and none of them had sequels. They all pretty much, all the companies that made them fall off. And, yeah. Oh, my God. You were about to, you re- I thought you were about to be like, no. What <laughs> was like really popular? Yeah, it made, like, made $12 wait, billion, dollars, actually. That are humans. <laughs> uh, no, because people can, in 93, people could buy real porn. Like, you could just, if you wanted porn, you would just buy. Porn. Yeah. like that would they, come on what are we well, doing? Like, here's the difference here's the difference between those kind of games and like what actually is succeeding in games those kind of games you take and you're the person that is doing these really yeah, violence fine but you're doing like you're taking it to a point where it's like you're adding violence and then you're adding something else awful to it mm. like racism or rape or something yeah. like that. you're the yeah. one doing it right yeah but those subject matters are still in all popular games. Everything, every game. I mean, every popular game has, I mean, most you're games have a hot girl. It. That's the thing. It's like, you're not uh, doing it you, because that would be fucked up. What's not fucked up is like, basically what's not fucked up is living in a fantasy world and you can kill people and stuff like that. That's okay. But when you, I think it's when you add, actual fucked up stuff to it. I think it's just rape. I I think rape changes everything. I really do. I think that's the difference. Though that's that's the the interesting thing. It's like and I don't think it's because we're American because I feel like as an American. Oh I'm sure it's everywhere. I I, I mean I'm willing to bet that yeah it's probably worldwide. Worldwide. Well video games themselves are Hmm. worldwide and it's not that like and they're all violent but or quote unquote, excuse me, fuck quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, where you're killing things or killing people, but it's I don't. I wish I should. You know what? We need to re-record this, and I need to read about this because it's fascinating to me of like why it's. I know all the studies say that it's okay, and there's nothing unhealthy about 
going and shooting someone in the head in a video game, but why? Dude, that's well, let's actually let's get into this actually because that that's a perfect segue. So this is 1993 uh, when people are freaking out, and what also came out in 1993 was Mortal Kombat, and that had that was the first game that had real blood. When you oh, punched yeah. a character, you remember, you remember, I remember it was fucking awesome. It was, it, it was super, as a kid, I remember thinking, Over it was here. Cool. oh God, dude, when, when Scorpion would send that, I don't know what never came out of his hand rope thing with a, anyways, yeah, that was dope. And like, you literally pulled him over and blood came out. So that this, but in 93, the government freaked out enough parents and enough people got all huffy and there was a Senate judiciary and government affairs committee. They had a hearing on video game violence. Everyone gets all huffy and freaks out. And then in 1994, the Entertainment Software Rating Board, ESRB, which I'm sure you've seen and everybody's seen oh. by video games, ESRB, came out in 1994. And this was basically a bunch of video game uh, like producers, of people from Nintendo, people from Sega, and people from – they all got together like, look, we're going to make a standalone, self-regulated industry framework – we're going to call it this ESRB, whatever. And we're just going to, this is, we're purposely going to make this to regulate our own, you know, industry. That way the government doesn't have to, because literally the government was about to step in and shut shit down because uh, like, it's the government. Like, dude. Okay. Dude, get this in Denver right now in 2020, it is still illegal to own a pit bull. Did you know that? <laughs> what? It's literally illegal to own a pit bull because in the eighties, a pit bull got loose from a yard <laughs> and murdered a kid. Literally ate yeah. him, ate him in front of the kids' parents. So no and, one before. Yeah, and well, and those kids' parents went to the fucking you know I, I don't at the time I'm guessing probably the Senate or does it, you know, doesn't matter. Yes, yeah. went to Congress or whoever the fuck, and they were crying. And no senator is going to be the one that votes against the crying mother of a dead fucking kid. So they all agreed. All right, we're going to ban pit bulls. I'm yeah. imagining like uh, them panning through the senators. Like voting on this, yeah, just like, both, and, then get, and then the last row they get to like um, a poodle and <laughs> like a cat. Yeah, yeah. fuck like, that dog. Yes, fuck that pit bull. Yeah, I'm seeing a chihuahua and a poodle and a cat all in suits sitting in the back, and they just bully Chris Neo. He's on the ground, he's crying. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. Neo can't can't take it. Nah, nah, nobody likes it. Get out of the I mean, kitchen, Chris Neo. Yeah, but so I mean, that's literally. I mean, that's how the government works. You know this more than anybody. I mean, whatever. But that's how the government works. So like, the government was literally about to bend the knee to fucking all these parents and whatnot. So all the people, like bigwigs from Nintendo and Sega, all got together. Like, all right, we'll do it ourselves. We'll regulate games and we'll make these ESRB Entertainment Software Rating Board. We'll make ratings. And so at first, they weren't required. At first, all games had to volunteer to be rated. And in 94, but game stores like Blockbuster and whatnot wouldn't rent you or sell you games without a rating. So real quickly, every game submitted themselves. And this is and that's basically it. So then that was it. That was just the standard. Now, here goes a bunch of dates. I'm going to try and get through them. So just kind of go with me. Uh, 1995 is a game Phantasmagoria, uh, which is similar to that Night Trap game with the, you know, like the videos and whatnot. But it literally has a full on rape scene. Like a woman that does okay. not, a woman does not want to have sex and okay. it. like it fucking oh. it's bro it's fucking awful like it's I can't even there's Google it if you want to you don't need to it's no. fucking rape imagine a fucking acted out rape scene so there you go so in 1997 a dude by the name of Jack Thompson uh, he hates video games and he's an overall horrible person we'll get back to that later but he files the very first ever lawsuit 
claiming that video games cause violence. Uh, in 1998, Grand Theft Auto comes out, and that is just the worst goddamn timing because Jack Thompson is waiting for this shit. I mean, you know, you drive around, kill prostitutes, and fucking everybody's mad. Everybody's goddamn mad. 1999, Columbine happens. Uh, I'm not going to make jokes about Columbine, but every fucking family member involved joined a federal lawsuit uh, suing 25 entertainment companies. They sued 25 different companies. Like they sued Nintendo and Sega, but then they, they sued like Hollywood and fucking like movie companies and all that. Anyways, in 2002, the suits dropped. Cause I mean, I, like, I don't, I get it. I, I'd imagine if anything ever happens to my kids in a similar vein as Columbine, I'm sure I'll freak out, but fucking it's not the video games fault. Moving on 2000 Indianapolis, Indianapolis passed a law that you cannot sell minors uh, video games, like violent video games. You had to put like labels on the boxes. You remember in Cig- when cigarettes did this and they like, they, they put like, you know, super unhealthy shit all over the box. Do you remember that? Like for, or, or like when um, uh, we had albums that had the CD. Yes. Yeah, same like shit. Yeah. Yes. The, the, the same shit. They were putting that on. You want to buy the city, the city. Yeah. Like you're like oh shit I want yeah that. It made, exactly as kids it made it made you that that was basically just like the big neon sign that said buy this one because it's gonna be kick ass yes like it's, it's yeah, gonna say shit buy shit. it yeah it's gonna be awesome so yeah that was 2000 but then in 2001 the Seventh Circuit of Court of Appeals it strikes it down because that's fucking bullshit oh, yeah. 2000 Circuit, 2001 uh, the Surgeon General shows up and he conducts a full on study. He, he he does gets a bunch of people, gets scientists and all this shit, and does a full-on study. And he determines in 2001, Surgeon General determines that video games don't cause violence. They yeah, don't. In 2001, they determined the strongest risk factor for kids shooting up their schools were the quality of home life and their general mental stability. Shut media, up. yeah. Quote: Media exposure has a relatively small impact on violence. End quote. Fucking obviously, obviously, but. In 2002, the very next year, California and Washington both passed bills making it illegal to sell violent video games to minors. 2003, GTA, uh, more Grand Theft Auto controversy. Dude, I don't remember this. Do you remember this? A a dude in Tennessee killed some people, and he goes, yeah, Yeah. imitating Grand Theft Auto. You remember this shit? I don't remember this at all. I do remember this. This motherfucker. Yeah, he was like, I think it was just, I honestly think it was like a really big troll job. I think he was like, I think he went crazy, and then he was like, "No, it'd be really funny if I said that I killed." Yeah, is what yeah, it feels like. Right. The little bit that I googled it or whatever, it felt just like some dickhead just said some shit because he just said, you know what I mean? Like it literally, like look, I don't know anything about anything, but first of all, don't kill people. You're a fucking asshole. Then don't blame shit. You're a fucking asshole. Anyways. But it's kind of funny that he like knew that it would. He like yeah. he knew. I bet you I can make a name out of myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, I know if I just say this. People are going to go crazy. I could totally get famous for this shit. Yeah. yeah. Fucking dickhead. Don't kill people. Fuck you. Anyway, 2003, uh law professor named Kevin Saunders makes a big stink. He argues video games cause violence. Even though the Surgeon General made a whole fucking thing about it. But yeah. he's still this, this dick. Oh, he's law professor, Joe. Well, he's a law yeah, I mean, it, I'll tell you what he wasn't a law professor at. Not fucking Cornell. So fuck yeah, it. that's true. That's true. <laughs> 2004, uh, a dude named Guy Cumberbatch. He's a PhD, and he's the director of the uh, UK Communications Research Group. He writes a scathing review of uh, Kevin Saunders' bullshit. He goes, oh, look, geez. video games don't cause violence. There's no causal relationship, etc., etc. Not it. Fucking Hillary Clinton in 2005 gets all mad at Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Involved? She's involved in this? Yeah, 2005, Hillary Clinton... 
she gets all mad at Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Which, do you remember this one, though? Because this one I do remember. It was that coffee mod or whatever. You could, like, do a bunch of shit at that uh, game. Like, press a bunch of buttons. You could unlock, like, the most boring sex game ever. Yeah, you could technically yeah. have a sex game. Yes. Were you at, like, yes. Yeah, it was boring as fuck. I remember being super excited. Like, we were I, freshmen in college. I remember doing it. Like, don't get and, me wrong. And you did it, like, once. And you're like, this is... Yeah, it was boring as fuck. Stupid. Literally, there, people spent more time talking about it than anyone spent actually doing it. That was, the, like, the, the most pointless, ironic part of it. It was like, nobody cares. It was it was such an afterthought. No one gives a fuck. Well, they caved, by the way, Joe. Yeah. You no, the game did. You cannot buy a prostitute in Red Dead 2. Get out. And I was actually very surprised by that because that is very historically inaccurate. Yeah. If we're doing this as a tiny piece, you, you just can't buy them. You can just Wait, they still offer it to you and you're only given the choice to say no? You can like you can't choose yes, basically. Am you I allowed to choose murder her? <laughs> oh, you can pull out your gun and shoot her in the face. <laughs> That's totally okay. You totally fine. I mean, I well, but see, I always have to save my game before i do that because i don't want because you get like a big bounty mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't played red dead but i remember grand theft same idea if you if you killed somebody like yeah. one cop chase you and if you oh, kill more eventually like 10 cops chase put you your gun right in her mouth but you cannot put your don't in her don't put yet yeah, put you got put one barrel in her mouth don't put the other you know what i'm saying not do that because that's not good that's that's such like i have nothing this has nothing to do with the episode but like that is so fucking weird that, that as a society we have determined sex is the worst thing ever but murder 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 yeah. is okay it's weird and i don't i don't know what i think about it to be honest like i don't know because when i think about it on the surface it makes sense like yeah like that's not a like shooting people in a video game is not a big deal but showing like showing sorry having a 12 year old see Someone being shot in a video game is not a big deal, but having a 12 year old see people having sex in a video game for some reason is to me seems like a bit bigger deal. But I don't know why. And I don't know if that's me being like rude American. No, I look, I, first of all, I hesitate because I, I want to say, well, as a parent of two, there you go. Uh, see, I have kids. I've got a boy and a girl, so <laughs> I know things. But no, dude, like literally the movie uh, The Incredibles, it's family fun, superhero time. Two people get shot point blank in the fucking face in that movie. Really? Dude, well, if you ever, I don't know if you've watched it, but watch it again uh, when Phyronic and whatever fucking doesn't matter. There's a scene in the movie where a guy presses his panic button. And instead of the the superheroes coming to save him, he and his wife are shot point blank in the fucking face. And this is a kid's movie. I'm watching this with my two-year-old daughter in the theaters. Like, what? Why is this better than sex? I'm not saying it is. I have no idea. I'm not saying I have an answer. But, like, why is that better? Why? why, She's allowed to watch murder? A gun pulling at it. And that's fine. Point blank, fine. But tits would ruin her life. What are we yeah, doing? It's weird. What also, the fuck are we doing? Uh, Clone Wars is one of the ones that I've watched. The, the cartoon Clone Wars. The Star Wars cartoon? Yes, the series. Yeah, I haven't seen. Uh, yo, there's some dark stuff in that. Yeah. A lot of slavery, like a lot of slavery, and a lot of like slavery themes. A lot of like, so you know how in Star Wars how um, those. Yeah, the clone troopers, you know, they're just clones. Mm-hmm. Well, they start to develop like personalities and stuff. 
And then they're like, but they're clones. So they don't really, they're not supposed to have identities. And there's this like thread throughout the whole thing of like these clone troopers, like developing identities and developing personalities and trying to fight against like their programming and all this stuff. And there's also like, there's so much murder. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, non-stop heads getting cut off. Non-stop, and it's and, but not a lot of sex. Of course not. It's not a lot of sex. I don't. I I don't have a why. Nor do I. I'm not even saying that it's necessarily oh, right. I or know wrong. why. I know why. Because we're Puritans and we, you know, we left England because we were super yeah, conservative. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's being Protestant. It's I mean, dude, yeah, that's what it is. I don't watch a ton of British TV, but there's a couple of shows I do like, and they are so much more liberal. There's they're, they're fucking staying for grads is what they sound like. Yeah, so fucking liberals, fucking so Californian British fucking. But no, like they they are for for whatever reason they just are more liberal. Like they will say the word cunt, and it's just a thing. Like it's just they, they just move along. Whereas you couldn't ever say that on tv here like you got to be on hbo like you got to be like a late yeah, night comedy right. stand-up special for that to be a thing like meanwhile there they just they accept it like yeah you don't say it all the time but like it's just a word that you say like what i don't know why we are the way we are but we certainly fucking are it's based on religion i'm sure it's gotta be yeah. like it's really gotta be we're gonna do a religion episode that's gonna yeah. be a fun one that's gonna be a goddamn eight hour long episode <laughs> but uh yeah what you should do is i think we should you can edit this out if you actually keep this one but I think we should do this again because now I have so many things that I want to look into because I want to fucking figure out one, who this Chris Neo guy is. <laughs> I want to go after him. Dude, I do this with every episode. The, the last, uh, the, the last episode I did the internet episode, I recorded the entire thing uh, on a microphone that was kind of like shitty yeah. and halfway through, like it cut out. So I had to do the entire thing again. And I felt like the second time through, I was like, God damn, I'm way better at this this time. Like I've had time to think and process and all that shit. Well, I asked so that the only question when I went to learn, I went to Philly to see uh crime and uh, wait, no, it was small town murder live. Mm. Yeah, it was fun. You saw him live. Yeah. And I, oh. got, and I got to talk to him and actually that was one of my only questions I wanted to ask them. Cause they got, they, they're like really gracious and they get in the line. You can talk to them for a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, how many takes do you guys do? And he, and I think Jimmy, like Jimmy was like, tried to play it off. Like they didn't take like jokingly. And James was like, dude, we do a lot. Like I bet we do a lot. At first they said they didn't, but they said that now they like, they rehearse a lot. I'm sure. Which makes sense. It does. It, they, they they sound smoother because I mean, dude, dude, this is this is episode one. Like I genuinely hope to have however many more and then deeper, more more deeply uh, thought provoking concepts in video games. But regardless, <laughs> fucking like this is you know I, I look forward to doing this again because but yeah also maybe we might run this all back. But, uh, but yeah anyway, circling back. Oh, last yeah. of the last of the dates here, uh, two thousand five. Henry Jenkins, PhD professor of the cinematic arts at the Henry University of Southern Bro. Jenkins. Henry Jenkins, PhD at the cinematic arts at University of Southern California. Fucking liberals. But he cites federal crime statistics to debunk video games causing violence. In 2005, juvenile violent crimes in the United States was at a 30 year low. You can't. And video games were at an all-time high, literally of all time, because they hadn't been around for 30 years, at least not the, in the form of they are now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Video games are peaked, 
and juvenile violent crime is at the bottom. So period, end of argument, that's the end. But 2007, some dickhead psych professor says they're bad. 2008, Harvard Medical Center. Yeah, 2008, Harvard Medical Center says they're good. 2009, the American Academy of Pediatrics Council says they're bad. 2010, the Supreme Court says they're good. 2012, (laughs) Sandy Hook fucking happens, and now everybody's mad at video games getting something. Literally just bounces back and forth, back and forth. Now, I I do want to quick thank ncac.org. They gave me a timeline for most of this video games and violent shit that I really appreciate. So, I mean, like, basically... It goes back and forth. Every goddamn year, something new happens, and somebody says something, and somebody disagrees, somebody disagrees, blah, 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 blah. I want to so, not thank the NCAC. I want to dis-thank them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thank them, and you know who I don't thank? Fucking Chris Neo. Goddamn Neo. Fuck that asshole. <laughs> Guy, man. Wow. So, yeah, dude. I mean, I, like, I, I know you play. You personally play video games far, far more than I do, and uh, best I can tell, you've never once had a violent crime under your belt. So, I mean, what, what, what do you – like? What's your opinion on that, that entire concept? I've committed many a violent crime. <laughs> so. Mostly against Chris Neo and other liberals. Yes. Yeah, well, I'm about – yeah, Chris Neo's going down, man. He's going to get body slammed. Um, I, uh, I probably play more video games than any normal 34-year-old. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's normal anymore, but who knows? Anyways. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah I don't know. And I'm, I'm one of the only people I know that play computer games. That's like, I feel like that's becoming more rare. I don't really like with people I talk to that, that game, they play console games. So, and computer games aren't, I don't know, man, but I don't know what the young generation is doing these days. Like, I have no idea. What are they into? Like computer games? I know my nephew, we went to uh, his, my nephew's mom has a lake house and we went to the lake house. It was going to be a whole weekend of, you know, fun and sun and all that. He brought his goddamn Xbox and like he hooked into the Wi-Fi and he played Fortnite with his friends regardless. Like he brought it. So like they're, they're playing Xbox. That's for sure. You know, Fortnite is the, when I played Fortnite for the first time, um, I played with one of my guys that I play Counter-Strike with. And he's really good at Fortnite. And it, they were wizards. It was like just watching wizards like do magic in front of you. I don't understand that game. Dude. I watched him play it for hours. Like literally, I, I still fucking lost. Someone that's good at it, that's good at the building, mm-hmm. it is like it's they're like a wizard. It's like it doesn't make sense. Dude, and the things they were doing, and I was just running around trying to shoot somebody, and they're like building structures like they would build me on a structure and then the other guy would build a structure to like push me off their structure and then they'd be shooting at me and i would just be like running around trying to find uh at least some semblance of like a bush or something that i could <laughs> hide. but then they would build something in front of the bush so i could <laughs> and it'd be they'd be like oh no it's fucking concrete no you have to use your axe to get the concrete you can't that you didn't use the thing with the wood i don't guys I just want, just can I shoot someone? Yeah, that's like I didn't understand the point. Like you're supposed to build to like a tall height or something. Building, yeah. So like what they do is the strategy is you can use different materials and certain things you can shoot through, certain things you can't. And the ones you can shoot through are are easier to build and faster. The things you can't are like slower to build and stronger. Uh, but they use the like like lighter materials to like build real fast and like 
climb up to get the high ground on people to shoot down on them. And you have an advantage doing that. And so I think that's what they tr- they're trying to do. They're like trying to build, they build these things really fast to get on the top so they can shoot down on people. But then you can like build like a protective structure and I don't know, dude. I don't know what they were doing. All I'm hearing is that the suits that didn't like Donkey Kong are going to hate this game. <laughs> hey. You fucking what now? Uh, you build up? Up? No, you build side to side. We're you go here. left and right. That's what we're doing. All right. As long as, long as we're on the same page, left and right. There's a fountain for the side to sides, and there's a fountain for the up and down. <laughs> and, and, and you can go to that one, and you can go to that one. Oh, but yeah, so I mean, long story short, video games don't goddamn cause violence. Like it's 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 such a it's such an obvious distraction. Real research, I've never such actually- an obvious scapegoat. Like it's it's so fucking stupid. Like the, the the one that I found that was I mean obviously the one that's the thirty year low in juvenile crime. What the fuck else do you want? Like what the, seriously? What are we doing? So like it, it's over. Like and, and unless you have unless somebody has some new information or something, like, uh, it's done. Like the response to that is going to be. Yeah, well, no, they would just say, well, there's more, well, there's more crime now and there's more video games now. So what about that? (laughs) (laughs) What about math? Because that says that more is more. more. I actually don't know. Is there more crime in 2005? That's a good question. I mean, I doubt it, honestly. Like, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I fucking doubt it. If most like every you you can't simultaneously the, the the complaint I hear from the old generation constantly about the younger generation is that they never leave the house and they're always on them damn video games and they're always doors. Well, then they're not fucking committing crimes, are they? They're not fucking like you can't you can't complain for cyber both crimes, Joe. <laughs> the dark web, man. That is- cyber crimes. I've seen Ugh, do it. Uh, I've also learned this this first run through that I cannot. Um, be this inebriated when I do this. This is not. <laughs> I am slowly sobering up as uh, as we do this. I, I might grab uh, a new beer actually here soon. But otherwise, yeah, been, definitely have been. I've been drinking some quote unquote beer this whole hey, time. the whole time. Some of that beer. I uh, the the old, the old brain noodle doesn't work as well. We'll, we'll we'll crack it out second time around. Don't worry. <laughs> oh no, it's gonna take. Well, yeah, I think second time will be fine. Nah, next episode will be killer. We'll do the next episode on phones. We'll, we'll be just as good. Get to know your limits. Love it. But yeah, bro. So I mean, okay. So that's the deal. Yeah. Video games don't cause violence. Fuck that shit. Moving on. Why are they so popular? Is the question. In 2018, dude. Okay, get this. What do you think general revenue of video games was in 2018? Remember, in 1983, it was 3.2 billion. billion. That's crazy. 1983, 3.2 billion. In 2018, only because they're not done calculating 2019, it's still true. So, 2018, what do you think it was? Six billion. 138 billion dollars. All right. Okay. Dog. Sense. 138 billion. That's bigger than the the, the the gross domestic product of most countries. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Most. Not some. Most. It's fucking insane. PlayStation alone is valued over 38 billion. Nintendo is over 40 billion dollars. Like that's mm-hmm. these are literally these are bigger than most countries. Like that's that's insanity what they're doing just from video games. The power they have. Dude, literally, they could change the world they could buy countries if they wanted to 
Like, it, it's fucking insane. Like, dude, okay. Good. I mean, you know, online gaming communities are fucking huge. Yes. World of Warcraft, do you know how many people play that on average every year? Still? Yeah. What? Uh, seven I, million. I find that, ga- that game. It has seven million players logged on in 2019. Yeah. Seven million. One, don't play that game. You'll get addicted. Two. I, I played that game one time, and I didn't put it down for three weeks. I was like, holy fuck, what did I just do? That's what happened to me, too. Literally, three weeks, oh, just I, gone. I, I blinked, and three weeks were gone. I was like, holy shit, I got to stop this. That happened with the um, Star Wars uh, MMO. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, Coder. Oh, I, I That was my third year of law school. I didn't come in my room for a long time. <laughs> Dude, I was at USD and I caught uh, fuck mono, and they're like, "Yeah, you, we need you to not be in school for about a week." I took two weeks, literally, and played that game every second, every waking second. I, I would eat and I would go to sleep, and I'd wake up and I'd play more. Like it was, it's. I get it. I get why they're so addicting. They're fun as fuck. And what what is it about those that are? It's like it's crack, but why is it crack? Because you get to study. you get to go you you get all of the fun, the social fun of going outside, without having to. You, you don't need it's the physical. Social. It's the what? It's the socialness. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. I, I genuinely think so. I, I it, well, okay. It, in my opinion, it's twofold. It's first of all, in my opinion, it's because it's the most fair. Video games are the most fair games going if you're playing basketball especially like at a young age oh, I'm tall right. kids win like tall kids win basketball period that's just physics it's just it, it, it tall kids win it doesn't matter how many times i've jumped shot doesn't matter how many times i've dribbled a ball if you're six eight and we're you know 15 you're gonna win period that's just that's just the end of it like, it's just, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how many times i've played it doesn't matter how many hours i've lost doesn't fucking matter same thing was like fast. Like, dude, you were fast as fuck back in the day. I was never going to be faster than you, ever. No matter what. It didn't matter what I did. I wasn't going to be faster than you. So if we were playing soccer, you were going to win. That's just that's just how it goes. But if we're, you know, if we're playing video games, it's just who has played more. It's just who is better. Like, it, it's, I feel like, and maybe I'm, I, I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like it, 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 all these loot boxes and all these pay to win things that's starting to fuck up the natural dynamic of the, of the fairness. Is is that something? I mean, again, I don't play enough to, I, I don't know. I don't have my ear to the, the streets, but like all these loop, like in the games you play, like say call, you play call of duty. Is that right? I, I, I have, I play like most of them. Yeah. Okay. Like, can you pay to be better at the game or can you just pay to have cooler looking shit? No, you can get better stuff. Yeah, you gotta like. I uh, I don't know. This is actually a hard question because with Call of Duty is actually an interesting one. I don't think with Call of Duty, you can pay to make yourself better. But there are games. I think um, I think Battlefront might be one. I don't play Battlefront. I played it like three times. That Star Wars game? Yes, I hated yeah. it. I, I absolutely hated it. Um, but I think that's one where like you can pay to get like better stuff, like better weapons. Better. And, like, you can pay to be faster or something. Yeah. But it's not as bad of a problem as you think. 
But that's what I like. At least if you're playing Madden online or like NBA Live online, like regardless of how much money you can pay for newer jerseys or cooler shoes or like LeBron's still LeBron. Like you can't have like some eight foot 12 with character with like a 90 inch vertical. You know what I mean? Like it still keeps it relatively fair. Like the world is fucking unfair. Like just, just the world in general. It's just Halo uh, tournament. Dude, exactly. <laughs> I mean, just just for a concrete example, Michael Phelps is it, it, apparently, it, if you Google it or whatever, he's he has the perfect swimmer's body. He's got a long torso and short legs. Oh, I mean, unfortunately speaking, he's still six four, but like his legs are the length of a five eleven person, but his torso is the length of a six eight person. Yeah, by the way, did you know that? He's a fucking freak, by the way. His torso is the length of a 6'8 person. He's a fucking freak. But for a swimmer, that's literally perfect. It Wait, literally, why? What if he would have never swam? Dude, exactly. Or what What, what if I try? like, even if I trained as hard as Michael Phelps, like, even if my diet was as rigorous and I put in all the hours, he, I literally could never beat him, no matter what. Because I'm born into a body that's you know, not perfectly shaped for swimming. Now, you know as much as anyone, so let me be clear here. Um, in high school track practice, I used to sit on the high jump mat and eat Cheetos. So combos, I was sir. I was never <laughs> it was combos. It was fucking cheddar Tom. cheese. I was never gonna train as hard as Michael Phelps. Let's be quite clear. Yeah. Never was I gonna care that much. But if I did, if I actually did care, it wouldn't have mattered. I, I seriously never, no matter what, I would have lost. So instead, I I did bring up fucking bot combos and said fuck it because fuck it, who cares? So I, I think that's I think that's the allure of video games. No matter your height or your weight, gender or age or race or anything, fucking doesn't matter who you are. As long as you have two hands, you can play on a level playing field with anyone. A, a six foot eight Norwegian grandmother or a, you know a Pakistani midget with no left leg doesn't matter. Same fucking playing field. It's dead set even. And I think that's why they're so popular. I think. Plus, it's goddamn escapism. Like, you know, it's just like everything. It's just like reading a book or binge watching Netflix or whatever. Like, and again, I'll, I'll cue to you here because you're clearly better with, but I mean, it's just the, the, the escapism, the, the realities you can explore with these video games, the landscapes seem fucking amazing. Yeah. I, that's, that's, probably some of it i don't know if because when i read that i when i read your point about like everything being fair i was like oh that's actually a really good point but then i thought of okay well what would you think about the fact that the pro counter-strike so the game that i play counter-strike most the pro counter-strike players you have to be like 18 to 23 and if you're not you're you're terrible just to have enough time in the day no like you get washed out after 23. Like you'll get, yeah, dude, you'll get washed up. Like you're terrible. Like after the age of like 23, 24, um, it goes heavily downhill. And like, it's so rare to see someone in their thirties playing really rare, even though like the game's been around for 20 years now. Yeah. I played at your mom's house before we could drive. Yeah. So and they've done all these studies about like why um, apparently they've done all these studies about why like 18 to 21 year olds are so much better. And I'm, I don't know. I need to look this up, but it's like, it's based off of factors like creativity, 
like they can be when you're 18 to 21 and to, or 23, your mind is so much more creative and experimental than when you're like set and rigid in your ways as like a 30 year old. And the other one was like, Oh, it was a, a attention and ability to just sit there for 12 hours and play a video game. Mm, the ability to just grind. Yeah. Like you can't do that anymore. You can't just sit in that. Actually, I struggle with that. That's part of, I'm just thinking about this now. That's part of something that's like, I, I, it's like, I don't know. Struggle is not the right word, but like, I can't just sit down and play a game anymore. I get bored or I get like tired. Like you just can't do it. Yeah. It's like, it's different. And we're fucking mid thirties. So we're done. Yeah. But when you're that age, you can just sit there for, you know, 16 hours and yeah. seem like, well, did you remember like when we were 18, we used to play midnight madness basketball. We used to play basketball at one fucking AM and have no issue with that. I mean, street skater. How long? Oh, bro. Stay up like all night, literally all night listening to less than Jake on my fucking PlayStation speakers. Yeah. And street skating. Exactly. So you can, you can devote your brain to something for that long. It gives you an advantage. You haven't had real life experiences to tell you that what you're doing is a waste of time. Or yeah, and you're still so locked in. You just think it's real. Just I'm I just going to do this. I actually think it's more depressing than that. I think it's you thought this was so fucking cool the uh, whole time, and now we're like, eh. yeah. You have a wife. You understand what so fucking cool really is. Yeah. Well, it's more like. You just don't get excited about stuff the way you. Yeah, it's, it's mundane. We're yeah. old. Yeah. We're old and we're over it. Yeah, so that's why, like, apparently, younger gamers are better. So it's that not makes sense. Fair. So, but but, I think it is fair. I think your point is right in the fact that like, you can you all start from the same place, right? Yeah. Like one when, of you is not five five, and one of you is not six exactly. eight. Exactly. Everyone has the same tools. Yeah. Yes. Uh, to you. How you choose to use them, and your your energy to use them—that's on you. Like but chess. at least it's yeah. At least it starts fresh. It's like chess. Everyone starts. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um. And you're right. And that was like that. I was thought that was really cool. I was like, oh yeah, you're right. Everyone does start with the same. Like everyone has to start from the same place. Yeah. Well, and it, yes, that the fairness is, I think, honestly, huge. Yeah. But also, dude, it's the escapism, man. I was just this past weekend. I was up in a. Uh, it's it's like a, it's like Six Flags, like Disney World, but it's called Great Wolf Lodge. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but there's like six or seven of them around the country. Okay. Um. It, it, you know, there's dudes that walk around in giant stuffed animal costumes, and you know, there's the, the whole hokey. Like know, a rip off, like Disney. What, it's what? like it's like a Disney, but dude, no, it's not even a rip off. Get this. Uh, it's got water slides and shit. So, I mean, it, it's genuinely awesome. It's got a it's got a rock climbing wall. It's got a ropes course. Like, dog, I personally had fun. But here's the best part: <laughs> they gave when you when you get there, they gave my son and my daughter these magic wands, or you pay for them, or whatever. Obviously, everything's paid for. You know what I mean? But um, they could run around with these magic wands that were basically just Bluetooth linked to a bunch of different shit in the hotel, but a bunch of 
LCD screens and then like a like a like a big old bearskin rug and like some sword and then like a bunch of chests of gold. And anyways, they wave these magic wands at this like if you wave it at the at the bearskin rug, the bear's mouth opens and he talks to you. So is a real Harry Potter? Dog, very much so. Okay, very but it's it's older than Harry Potter. It's like 20 years old. It's been around forever. Oh. Uh but it's it's one big immersive video game. As far as my kids are concerned, they wave it at the the chest and the chest opens up and they get gold and they go to the next LCD screen and they wave it and it tells you how much gold you have and you can use that gold to buy upgrades. And like, it's literally an immersive 24 hour a day video game that they got to play for four fucking days. And I've had plenty of beer and plenty of beer. So I'm now believing these kids are magic and it's fucking awesome, but it's fucking escapism. I mean, they yeah. don't have anything to escape from. They're four and two. Yeah. There's nothing to escape. But there's like 10-year-old kids that are wearing like giant pointy magic hats and capes and shit running around. Same thing. They're all having just like, dude, you remember, <laughs> do you remember the first time we got into Pokemon when we were like 10 or 12 or whatever? And like, it was just so much fun. But imagine being at like a resort that you could interact with Pokemon while also playing Pokemon while also having a ma- like, it's it video games and you know to, to loosely translate this magic wand thing, but it's the same idea. It's it's escapism. You get to create landscapes and textures and environments that don't exist otherwise. It's like reading a book, but better. It's more interactive. I think. I admit, I don't play them as much, but it feels like that's what it. That's why it's so fun. That's I I think with like, especially you can see that like with the big games, they all their stories. Mm. are like so yeah we were talking about this how they're still yeah. are like the stories on these games are like really well written the acting and the voice acting is like really really good yeah there's professionals yeah and they like pay a lot you can tell they pay a lot yeah. to write this shit and it's funny and it's like uh there's like they do like romance they'll do like like and and all that kind of stuff and they'll add it into the game and you get because I think they're moving towards like escapism and stuff like that, like getting, yeah. like, like actually being in that world. Um, and I think also too, experiencing it with other people. I was talking about that last time we were talking. Yes, that you can make real human connections. Yeah, yeah. I and like, is that so? I wonder because again, I had I read three minutes of your notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, throughout the whole video game like world of what we've known has it always been multiplayer like has that been a common theme throughout the whole thing that you could play with others the whole time or did that is that does like like ebb and flow from the very beginning it was that tennis for two and then it was space war and it was always you versus another person. Always. It was a Pong and everything was always you versus another person. The idea of like playing against a computer it was almost like secondary at first. Yeah. And I feel like that like I also feel like the the like gaming world is moving more now towards inclusive and like making connections and like being communal and like being with people. And I feel like ten years ago it was more like just play against the computer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's the, the argument from the older generations. These kids don't get outside and make friends or these kids don't get outside and socialize. It's like, well, actually you don't understand. Like they have created a new way to socialize. Yeah. 
and or like I know some of the guys I play Counter Strike with, like a lot of their or most of their friends are like online. Hmm. Some of them. Yeah. And it's like, but it's not a bad thing. No, I don't consider like my my nephew when when he came out to the lake house. It was Saturday morning at like ten o'clock or whatever time it was. He was like, we were all playing outside. He goes, oh, I gotta go. I'm like, oh, what you doing, man? He said, well, I have my uh, my Fortnite tournament. We play every Saturday at ten thirty or whatever the fuck oh, our time was. And I was like, oh, who do you play with? He goes, well, I play with a couple friends from school and a couple people I've never met. Yeah. And I was like, what do you what? He goes, oh yeah, there's a couple guys on our team. They're all we're all the same age, more or less. We're all like fifteen and under but I've never met them in real life. And I was like, well, what is that like? He goes, I don't know. We're friends. Like, so in their mind, they don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter that they haven't shook hands in real life. They're friends. What's the yeah. difference? And they're like legit friends. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. He, he was not going to miss this game Saturday at whatever time that is it, in, in his mind. That's his routine. He's not missing it. Cause that's his teammates. Like in the same shit, like you were in club soccer. I was in club baseball, all the same shit. Like you went and met people that you didn't really know. They weren't your team. You, they weren't your school friends. Yeah, they yeah. were your teammates that just, you yeah. just showed up and played a game, yeah. but you don't have to physically drive anywhere anymore. You just show up and play the game in your room. Exactly. And, and, but then like there was like, now you have to have an internet connection. So it's weird. So like p- part of the thing too, that, the switch does is that the switch you can play in the same room as people like basically the same console. Like they kind of took that away from games. That's very rare now where you can play four people at the same time on the same console. You would have to like get in through the internet or something like it doesn't. Interesting. So like smash, you don't just sit down and you and three others don't just play anymore. No, Smash, you do. That's one of the the etiquette. Smash, <laughs> fucking hell, yeah, good for Smash. But okay, but but for like Counter Strike or whatever the fuck, it, like that's just not like Fortnite. You don't play together. You, oh, you couldn't play on the. You you each have to have your own console to play Fortnite together. You can. If I sat down with you and we both plugged in like a, a remote into the Xbox, we couldn't both play Fortnite. I'd have to bring my own Xbox. I'm pretty sure you can't. Oh no, wait, you can you can party with you, but I think you can't. You you can't have four. You can have two, but you can have Interesting. Four, I think. But they're pushing it that way for sure. But they're pushing that. Yeah. Like it's not like everybody has their own and you all connect online. Yeah. But then now there's been this, like, I feel like there's been this like backlash against that. And now they're trying to make more like localized games. Um, and there's also like so many team games now too. Well, I don't know what you mean by localized games. Like um, games like Mario Party. Oh, Mario shit, Party, yeah. You're not going to play online. No, you sit with your buddies and you play. Yeah. So, like, those games don't really exist very much anymore. But they're like, there's going to be interesting. kind of like a push towards those, I feel like. But dude, how lucky we are that we've hit all these waves, like, right at the right time. Oh, yeah. We got lucky with all that stuff. There's a bunch of stuff we got lucky with that. Like, because we remember what it's like when your grandma had a dial phone that would, like, <laughs> dials. Like, we remember. Yeah. But we also are getting to see all this cool shit. All of the new shit. Yeah. I remember playing Mario Party in Natalie's room, like you, me, Clay, and Natalie, like sitting around a oh, tiny ass little TV. 
Oh man, I I forgot about that. Sitting around a tiny ass little TV, and nowadays, like we could be playing online or however the fuck. Like I, you know, I admit I don't know, but I imagine you could probably play online somewhere. Joe, we could be virtually 3D in the same place, having sex with that guy. Uh, what's the streamer's guy's name? Neo. Oh, Chris Neo. Can yeah. we wait, wait? Can we tie him up to a post and rape him? Yeah, you. We could do that in virtual. Neo's last stand. <laughs> Could be walking around with one another in virtual reality. <laughs> make it, make it. Like well, Neo would be Agent Smith, I think. That's oh what. yeah, no, he's definitely not Neo. He's de- he doesn't get to be the one. Oh, is Neo actually Agent Smith from the Matrix? Oh, shit, bro. In our real lives, <laughs> I don't know how to wrap this shit up, but this is uh, this has been good, bro. I've enjoyed this. Uh. Next time we gotta make it two hours shorter. <laughs> um, and, uh, six times funnier. Yep, definitely gonna punch it up next time. Well, ten times more sober. Yeah, not well, but I mean six and a half times more. But fuck the, Chris Neo. Yeah, you know what? You know what I need? I, I need to be a uh, two beers, real beers, not quote two or three b e ears deep. Deep. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that, I'm going to sign off, dog. Thank you for uh, for joining us, everybody that's still listening two hours and seven minutes into this bullshit. Appreciate you coming on this ride. <laughs> Thanks for having cool. me. Later, y'all. See you next time. <laughs>